From Phoenix to London. From L.A. to around the world. This is The Ticket. All sports, all the time, with your boys, former NFL Philadelphia Eagle Ray Ellis and Fan Man. Your number one fan-oriented sports talk leader, Voice America Sports. Welcome to the NFC Battleground, it's something like a war of words Live from Phoenix, Arizona, it's the battle of the birds All eyes on the field, it's the moment we waited for Like it's just what the National Football League was created for In the valley of the sun, watch the room go crazy Cardinals versus the Eagles, it's time to go, baby The real deal, Ray Ellis going hard in the zone It's like the last chance, go hard or go home No sugar coating, no watering down, turn it up loud For all the more you better be repping your town No prisoners indefinitely, no surrender This is like no other a show to be remembered Full operation, high power, never saying what's safest Can you handle being a part of the player conversation? Call me Lassiter and Mark McMillan up in the building You are not ready for this, you better park your feelings Yeah, we going in, uh, we going in Hey, this is something special You listen to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network and we got the battle in the bur- of the birds in the studio. This ain't on the street. This ain't on the field. <laughs> you got to say what you mean and mean what you say. I got my boy Kwame Lassiter in here representing who? Of course, the Arizona Cardinals. And my boy Mark McMillan representing the Eagles flying all the way in. But he's a resident now. We're getting it on live right here on Voice America Sports. And, hey, man, hey, guys, you know what? I know y'all feel like y'all want to play. I'm going to let Kwame, you know, go first. You know, he got the home field advantage on you, Mark. But, uh, Kwame, it took him a long time. Man, you talked a little bit about this. But, uh, man, do they need your help this week or are they ready to play? You know what? I don't think they need my help. But it, it has been a long time coming for the Arizona Cardinals. It's been 10 years. But before then, it was even longer. Um, they got playmakers over there. They got Adrian Wilson. They got uh, Andrea uh, Rowe. Those guys find a way to make plays, and and offense has stepped up, and they got Kurt Warner and three of the best receivers in the game today. So they they'll be able to put points on the board defensively. They got to do a great job of tackling as, as they've done in the past two weeks. Well, what we're gonna do here? We're gonna keep it real. You know, this is not a company show. Yeah, we're gonna say what we really feel. You know, and we're gonna talk a little trash like they do on the field. Now, Mark, now he, 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 oh, he so, 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 we, so we can curse them. <laughs> oh, no, oh, no, you know, won't be no personal fouls today, but oh, I'm gonna no. turn to Mark. Hey, hey, hey Mark, oh, you know, know I can talk. Hey, Mark, the boys, is, they flying in. Now, you know, this thing about going from East Coast to West Coast and West Coast to East Coast and all that, the boys coming in, they flying in to play ball, right? So they're they ready, right, Mark? they ready. Um, you know, you was on the other end of that. We came down to Arizona, down to Tempe. It was always like I tell guys, it's the Cardinals. Wow. Blake. Wow. It's the Eagles against the yeah, Cardinals. Yeah, that and that was, that was, that's like somebody you scheduled for your home game. So, you know, it's, it's a great season for the Cardinals so far. It's going to be a great matchup, but I'm, I'm still going with the Birds. So you, you, you said it's like a college thing, you know, in a homecoming <laughs> weekend, and you want to put the Cardinals on the schedule. Well, we so always we, did have a home. We, it was like a home game for us also. It's just a little hot, you know, but we always had the home field advantage when we came to Tempe. So hopefully they can come out and support. Uh, Hilarious. You know, down in, uh, He's funny. Wow. He's already He's know. Kwame know. He used to watch He's the show. Funny. Hey, Kwame. He went, right. He went. <laughs> Well, the defense, Arizona Cardinals defense on the field, he wouldn't go sit on the bench. He ain't taking a knee. Them boys out there hitting. <laughs> look, at who's for, look at 42. He's killing we the guys out to, there. We was trying to be in the shade. Yeah, ain't no shade. <laughs> well, you know one thing about when I when I came here, and, and let me say this, guys. I, I decided that Arizona was a place I wanted to live my senior year in college. We played in the Fiesta Bowl, came out here, and I'm like, wow, this is where I want to live. But when I came here, Kwame, one thing that I started saying from the very beginning is this should not be a play 
a place where current ball players come to retire. They need to come here to play. And in the last couple of years, they've come here to play and not to find a place to, to go into retirement. Yeah, you're exactly right. This is a great place. That you got a lot of things to do outside of football, but a lot of players came here just to get a contract to move on somewhere else. This should be a place to play, and Arizona is a great place. We have all the major sports, and they can find a place. And we will have a, a premium team. This team will always be vying for a championship if we had those guys coming in here to play. Now, you, you know, when you look at the Arizona Cardinals, ain't no doubt about it. You know, when you look at them on paper, they match up against anybody that you could possibly think about. In fact, I, I think they look just like the Eagles. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Come on, I'm giving them a lot even, of credit. Even when you play, what are you talking about? I'm giving them a now, lot I thought, of credit. I thought we was going green. We, we ain't talking about paper <laughs> we're now. We're going green. We're going to be neutral. I'm going to be neutral. Y'all going to keep it like it is. <laughs> I'm going to say know? what I got to say. <laughs> I'm telling you, I, and I agree with you. They look on paper. They, they look good. But there's been times. They've always fell short. Well, something's wrong with that paper. You know, and that paper wasn't, it didn't look the same way on paper that it did on the field. What's going to happen this week? What team is going to show up this week? Well, you know, on paper, I agree 100%. On paper, they match up well, they look good. But you can't find that hard on that paper. So it depends on who wants to come out, who want to come out in this game and set the line of scrimmage, uh, defensively, offense. You got to you got to find who's going to be the head hunter, who's going to be the leader. You got to take a 15-yard penalty early in the game to set the tone, set the tempo. And I think the Arizona Cardinals have a pretty good defense. Not to mention that Philadelphia they blitz a lot. So we'll see if uh, Kurt Warner can stay in the ball game. Kurt Warner stays in the ball game. The Cardinals win. I don't see those guys covering those three receivers. It's gonna, like I said, it's gonna be a tough matchup. I, I think this. Um, well, actually, I know the Eagles' defensive secondary is much better than anybody that they faced all year. And with the pressure that they're gonna put on the quarterback, they're gonna stop the run. And uh, one of the key things that we we're talking about all week, I don't see the Arizona. Cardinals running backs breaking through the line and going 60 or 70. And, and I, I said that I said that too, Mark, but to I, you know what I got to do? Uh, me, something ain't right. I mean, right now you at a disadvantage already because I got another cat on the phone from Philadelphia. I mean, the Eagles are like... That's how we end, roll. You know what, you know what? You know we I, roll. You know what, Ray? I'm never going to disadvantage. I put Man. my back to the wall and let's go to war. Well, That's listen. my boy. That's my boy for it, too. <laughs> Call me last from the Cardinals. <laughs> listen. I got Fred Barnett on the line man, with us right now. Arkansas man. Fred, what it do, Arkansas Fred? Dude, wait a minute, y'all calling this the Battle of the Birds? Yeah, man. man. Cardinal ain't no bird. Man, what are you talking about? He, he on, okay. So I need, I need a beat, boy. Hey, hey, I need I a beat, boy. I got a question. What's the difference between a Cardinal and an Eagle? Kwame, that, you know that question is for you, Kwame. That question ain't for me. You better come with something I know. <laughs> anybody, what's, what's the difference between? I can tell you exactly what the difference between a Cardinal and an Eagle. Go is. ahead, Fred. Tell him now. About seventeen points. Oh, <laughs> oh, he funny, man. You funny. He gonna let's see. I'm, I'm. You know what? It sound About good. It's fun. Points. It sound good. It's fun. And we all, we all know the history of the Cardinals. But these guys have played football. Yeah. They've, they've been putting teams on the field. But some way they find a way to find short, fall short. But the Cardinals now. This is aggressive defense. This is a high scoring offense. You just keep protect Kurt Warner. And you got to find somebody to cover those three receivers. Anquan is hurt, but his presence alone. And, Mark, you was talking about running the football. You don't have to get 100 yards. You got to make a commitment to run the football, keep those guys honest. And I, and, I, and I agree with you. You know, I definitely agree with you. And I think that's what's happened with the Arizona Cardinals, the fact that, the fact just to, that they may run the ball. Not that they're going to get a lot of yardage, man, but just the threat of them running the ball. Running on the that ball. Eagle defense, but, man. You know, I, I think Arizona, you, well, first of all, they're a professional team. So you have to, you have to say, hey, we're playing against a team that on any given Sunday that could, could make plays. And I think that's what they've done to get them here. But they've, Fred, been somewhat, Fred. they've been somewhat consistent. I, I think the games that they – there's a couple of games that they should have lost, they won. There's a couple of games that they, that they uh, should have won, they lost. And I, I, it, 
and you guys mentioned it earlier, it's really about matchups, and you have to consider what the Eagles are going to do from a defensive standpoint. And that is, just as you mentioned, Kwame, they, they, they're going to they're gonna blitz. They and, have to. And I, I'm not saying if, Kurt, if they pick up the blitz that Curtis Warner is going to be successive. I, I don't think – I think at some point the defense is what's going to turn around for the Eagles. Right. They got, the Cardinals have a pretty good defense. Uh, you know, they, the defense ain't bad. But I think the Eagles' defense is going to get, get done what they need to get done. And that's it. They're going to put the pressure on Warner. And uh, I think that's going to be the game. And you, you have to blitz because you, you have to. when you say uh, he might not, they might not pick up the blitz, or even if they do pick up the blitz, you have to put him in an uncomfortable situation exactly. where he's making Aaron throws. And, and uh, the uh, blitz package of the uh, – you, you always have someone over top when you're blitzing. It's not always man-to-man. It's always a disguise. You can zone blitz when you send somebody out. It's a guy he never sees when he's panicking and throwing the ball. He's throwing right to the opposite jersey. Well, you, again, you're listening to Rail of Sports. Who, if, let me throw this number here, Fred, because I know there's a lot of people want to get in and have a conversation yeah, yeah. with you guys. Appreciate you calling so, in, Fred. So Appreciate you got that. Triple H, 888-346-9144. Go ahead and finish that comment, Fred. Yeah, uh, you know, one thing that I, I talk about a lot is just the mental part of the game and the momentum of the game. And it, it, if you look back on, on with both teams, you know, I, let me give an example. Uh the Eagles against Cincinnati. They tied Cincinnati. Right. I mean, when they went into that game and some of the things that happened, of course, of course the bad things that happened, it started to build a momentum for them. And it started in a negative way. When you look at the Eagles right now, when you think about how they got into the play, they didn't even supposed to be there. Yeah, the they Chicago had to lose. Oakland had to come back with eight minutes left, down by ten against Tampa Bay. The Raiders, and they had to beat Dallas. The Raiders, that all all that had to happen. And let me tell you, some guys, when that happened, they were like, "Trust." And this is as a player thinking, thinking, thinking how a player would think. I've been there. It's on. And we we've all <laughs> been there. We're you know you're like, this is our chance. Now it's we got to go out and beat Dallas. Yeah. Oh my! They killed Dallas because at that point they know it was in their hands. And now, in my opinion, there's a momentum right now. There, there's a 40-foot wave behind them right now. And, and they play in that and, Dallas game. And it's game. right there in front of them. And, and I just, that's, that's one of the reasons, from a mental standpoint, forget about the paper, from a mental standpoint, they're walking in there looking like, what's up? Yeah. <laughs> yeah but <laughs> we go to the ball, what's up? Who's in, who's, who's we in our way? Tampa. We're trying to go to Tampa. Well, and Dallas thought those guys were playing to get ready for the offseason, and they played a Dallas game like they had nothing to lose. And the difference between the Cardinals and the Eagles, you mentioned that earlier, I say that the Eagles, has been here. they have been here before. They know what it takes to play in an NFC Championship game. They've been here uh, five other times, I, I would say. And they, yeah. they know what it takes. And you have to be in a situation. Not saying you can't win a game, not ever being there, but you have to be in a situation and be comfortable knowing this is what it's going to take to get it done. And I think one thing that's good about the Cardinals, even though they have not been there, the leader of that team is Kurt Warner, and he's been there. Right. And, been and I there. think right. he's exactly. taking a leadership role with his, with his team, and he said to them, hey, guys, there's a certain preparation, a certain way you got to you know, approach this playoff. It's different than regular season. And right. I think what happened at the end of the season, again, the Arizona Cardinals – they already had their playoff position set for them. So I think they partied a little early. Yeah, I think so. That was too. okay because they partied yeah. a little early because <laughs> they, had, you know, they had their position in the playoffs waiting for them. So they got it out of their systems. The Eagles, I mean, Fred, we, we got to admit this, they peaked at the right time. The Giants peaked at the wrong time. Right. The yeah. Eagles started playing their best football at the right time. And as yeah. I've said before, it wasn't just Donovan that was 
playing bad football. The Eagles team as a whole was not playing very good. Mark, you've exactly. witnessed this. You see now that everybody's playing better football with the Eagles. Everybody's in the playoffs right now is, is you know capable of beating anybody. Once you reach at this point, you're in a championship game. Ain't no ain't no slouches in this in this game. So the Cardinals are going to come with their best shot. Philly's going to come with their best shot. It's going to be a great defensive matchup. Uh, like I said, Court Warner got a, a lot of experience. It's three yeah. one of the top receivers out there in the league right now. Um, Philly's going to have to step up. You know, Asante's been stepping up real big. You know, B. Doc's going to be bringing the pain. This is something he's, you know, he's, he's living for. This is something he wants to do. He wants to get back to the bill. You know, everybody wants to do it for D. McNabb. You know what I'm saying? It was a rough year for him, being bench. Everybody was on him about not knowing about being a tie in Cincinnati. I ain't going to get yeah. my opinion on that one. We already talked <laughs> yeah. about that one. How you have but, a tie in the National Ray, Football Ray, League? That's, that's ridiculous. Ray, so, you know. Ray, it's, it's, Ray, you made a great point, too, because. You know, it, it, it may come down to experience. It may come down to being in this situation. Uh, you know, have been in this situation before. The Eagles have been there. Donovan has been there. Uh, uh, when you look at the, the Cardinals team, you know, uh, Warner has been there. But who else has been there? And it's Edwin interesting James, because Edwin James even if him being a leader on that team, they're able to say, hey, guys, this is how you handle it. You know what? They're going to handle it the way they handle it when they experience it. That's right. Regardless of what he says. That's right. Well, well, Philip, he, he can tell them. You can, you, you can tell me how it feels to jump out of a plane and pull a parachute, <laughs> but, but only when I do it is when, is when I'm going to experience, you know, what to do and when to do it. Well, you, got, you, you make an excellent point there, and, and, and you're exactly right. Going into the playoffs is different for everybody. When you get there, it's nothing like, you know, I, 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 I was fortunate. Like to be in two AFC championship games. We didn't win it, but this is, I mean, this is what it's all about, man. Everybody's watching you. It's only two games this weekend. Yeah, I think they showed that on Classic Sports when you yeah, Don't talk about that no more. What my man? What my man? What my man? Let me say that. They showed it on Classic Sports the other day. You know what, Ray? The Philadelphia are exactly where the Giants was last year. They was peaking at the right time. And Giants, you know, they had that season where each game got better and they found a way to win in the big games or the games that made, you know, that made came down to we need to have this to move on. So Philadelphia, and I, and I agree with uh, Mark, they put a lot of pressure on Donovan, but it was the guys that were playing around him. You know, you can't, if the coach bench you, the coach bench you, but the guys around you have to step up and make plays, be, more, right. be more consistent. It's not just Donovan. The quarterback take the, the glory and the blame. So what you going to do around him to keep him on the field? He's your best guy in winning football, football games. Hey, guys, we got a caller, and we got to let other people join this conversation with players. I feel very fortunate to be with some, some guys who did the same thing I've done for a long time and had a lot of fun. And so we want to let this caller join the call. I believe we have uh, Rosa from uh, D.C. on the line. That's correct. Yes, hello. How are you? I'm great. And yourself? I'm doing just wonderful. It's good to have a, a lady's perspective uh, to a big game going on this weekend. You better bring it. She's not just a you know, regular person calling in. You let better me tell bring you. it. Oh, this is somebody special. Okay. You she knows her stuff. Okay. I say that. You better bring <laughs> it on, girl. Okay. Well, listen, it's a battle of the birds, so we're going to let you say what you have to say. You got a comment? Yes. About the birds, but let's uh, forget about the symbol and let's go to the heart of the players. All right. Now, my prediction is that Arizona is going to take this thing, and let me qualify my saying thereof. Arizona Cardinals is going to play with a desire that comes from within. And when one plays with a desire that that comes from within, no one can stop them. Even though I respect the... uh, Philadelphia Eagles, that era has passed. It is now for a new era to enter the scene. And that new era now belongs 
in my humble opinion, to the, Philadelphia the Arizona Eagles. Cardinals. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> now, now, Eagles. Who, now, who you talked to from the Cardinals that told you? Yeah, somebody paid that her for that, man. Somebody paid her. Fred, she, she's been <laughs> no, watching sports. No, I don't need to be paid. I'm knowledgeable <laughs> when it comes to football. You have sitting there in your possession, and the only reason why I call, because mm-hmm. you have an outstanding all-pro former player. Thank you very much. For the, <laughs> for the Arizona Cardinals. They did not get the recognition as a whole that the team needed to congeal. But now they have balance. Uh-oh. They have finally come together. And when I say they have balance, I mean not only are they throwing the ball, and you know Kurt Warner is from the old school, he's excellent. So we don't need to talk about his resume. I'm talking about these young, hungry guys who are stepping on the big stage for the first time. And as soon as the nerves can settle in their stomach, when they go out on the field that day, when they put on their suit of battle, you will find warriors, and you will witness warriors that you never witnessed before. Okay, I'm, well, I'm listen, looking, we, for, I'm looking we, forward to Brian Dunn. I'm, I'm looking forward to Brian Dunn. I can't wait to see number 20 run out there with them wings. I can't wait to see B-Dunn. Well, well, listen, listen, you, you, you're talking about warriors. And, and I just want to know because, you know, we got defensive players here in the studio, but this, this game – we know that big plays may end up winning this game, and, and a wide receiver tends to make a lot of big plays. So, Fred, we're going to ask your professional opinion, not, not, yeah. your, not your DNA. Oh. But look at the wide receivers on, on, on both sides of the field, and just give us from a professional perspective, who has the advantage? Oh, there's no doubt about it. Arizona has the advantage. Okay. I mean, Larry Fitzgerald, uh, Larry Fitzgerald is the in, best. A, in, in, a, in a 60% Anquan Bolin is, 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 is a huge threat. If that cat is playing 60%, I'm scared of him. Mm. But the thing is, is I ain't scared of him, no, Fred. You, know you got me. an offensive line. You got a quarterback that, that, needs, to, that needs to make, make their end happen, that needs to hold up their end. Now you got a perspective of a defense that's crazy, a defense that will blitz you, blitz the heck out of you. Now, if, if, if all things are done on their end, maybe they'll have some success. Now, on top of that, like just as as, as Lil Max said said a minute ago, we got we got some cornerbacks that I think are pretty good cornerbacks in the league. Okay, hold on, Fred, right there, hold on. Yeah. I, I, I need to ask you this question because then I'm gonna turn to Kwame. Okay, because the fact of the matter is, we mm-hmm. know the ball's coming out early. Now, now, Mac, are they going to be squatting? Are the Eagles going to be squatting? Because the ball coming out early, are they going to be squatting? Yeah, they're going to be squatting. You yeah, see, uh, the last couple of weeks, uh, Sante, that's how he's been getting all his interceptions. They've been like punts because the ball is coming out there real quick. Yeah, I wish I was in that defense, but, you know, we had a defense like that, so it was easy for me but, but one thing about when you squatting, oh, I'm squatting. all you need to give, if you can give a little extra half a second, you can do slang go. And two, we could it could be over. Kwame, now let me ask: Are, are, are the Cardinals going to be squatting? Because Cardinals going to be bringing some heat too. Now they're not just going to sit back and let Donovan throw the ball. Not at all. And Cardinals, they should squat. Everybody knows that the uh, Philadelphia Eagles have a blitzing defense. So what's important at this point is now your sight adjustments. Who's going to make the sight adjustment? Everybody's going to blitz. Yeah. So you got to pick up your sight adjustment. The receiver know he has to cut his route out. Now you have to have some disciplined safeties. Your safeties have to sit back. They can't come up and bite on run fakes, especially when. You 12 yards, 10, 12 yards back. You don't need to yeah. make a play 
five yards at the line of scrimmage. That's not your job. So if you're disciplined enough, the corners can sit all day. Mark alluded to Asante uh, Samuel sitting, squatting. That's all he's done all year. He's never covered nobody. He's a cover two corner. It just looked good because the ball has to come out. And we can go to the uh, Baltimore Ravens. That man been doing it a long time, though. Yeah. Yeah. You see, he's he been doing his thing for he's a while. Asante Samuel? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he got some statistics to prove that he's been doing yeah, it the right way, too. And he got a lot of sitting, too. You right. don't see his feet. He don't backpedal like corners backpedal. He's squatting. However you got to get it done, get it done. And right. I'm not saying yeah. anything. I'm not putting negatives on him. I'm just mm -hmm. saying he understands this defense he's playing right. in where they blitzing and the ball has to come out earlier. If the ball don't come out early, he's in front of the receiver. Okay, Fred. You have safeties. Do, I'm, need to I'm, be wondering, I'm wondering if, and, and Kwame, I want your opinion on this, too, because I, I, I think this matters. Um, the conference that they're in and who they play. Because the thing is, if, if you play, if Kwame, if you playing basketball against a guy that's two feet, and you scoring like you're scoring, <laughs> and I and I play against a guy that that's a little taller than me, and although we're we're both successful, who you, you played has has gotten you success. When I look when I look at you know uh, the St. Louis uh, uh, St. Louis Rams and the teams that they've beat, right? You know, I, I, I'm I'm saying to myself, well. well no, I. They, no, they, 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 they really hadn't hadn't played anybody or beat somebody with with merit. A team, a team that's going to come out and, and challenge them. Right, and I hear what you're saying. Especially in that conference. And the NFC, the uh, the Eagles play the Giants, Dallas. Uh, they have a it's more of a physical yeah, conference. Yeah, very physical. And they, and they know, and that's how they're going to go into the game. See, going into the game physical, that's just what they do. That's just how they play it all year, playing in that type of conference. And the NFC West, it was a letdown this year as far as you have San Francisco, St. Louis, Seattle. There was nobody who stepped up. None, none yeah. of those teams having a winning record. So the Cardinals had a, having a better team was able to run through them with ease, and that's why I had a little problem with these guys well, losing. Well, see, that, 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 that's my question. I'm wondering, my question to you is that, is their team better in that league, or is that league worse than they are? I so, think so. So, my, so the thing is, is that if 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 the wind is blowing and it blows the pole down, is the wind stronger? Is the pole weak? <laughs> Red, go ahead. I, I, man, I, I like those analogies. That's Arkansas, 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 Philadelphia going to come here and play physical. That's all they know. The Cardinals have to settle their nerves, as our caller Rosa said from D.C. They have to settle their nerves and understand this is how the game is going to be played out because Philadelphia has been in this situation before. Cardinals never have. Well, let me ask you guys. Yeah. Fred, let me, let me ask. I'm going to ask Mark. Who is the pressure on? Who, who, who is supposed to win this game? And I'm not talking about from what the bookies got on the books. When, when the players, when the ball players like you guys look at this game, who's supposed to win this game? Come on, you start off, Mark. I'm going to say the Cardinals are supposed to win the game. So the pressure is on the Cardinals. The pressure is definitely on the Cardinals. Kwame, do you agree with I, I that? Don't, I don't think the pressure is on the Cardinals. The Cardinals have never been here before. This is a great opportunity for the Cardinals. I think the but pressure, it's been a long time, and people are tired of waiting, so now you're here. And I think the pressure, but to answer your question, I think the pressure is on Philadelphia with a lot of state. Is Donovan going to be here? Is Andy Reid going to be here? Somebody, they need to win this game if they're going to have their uh, that jail next year for the, with that same team. If they lose this game, you can see one of those guys out of there. I beg to differ. I, I don't think so. Because word of here, what, even before they got in the they playoffs, and this is interesting, nowhere. the timing of this. Donovan don't need to go. Uh, <laughs> uh, go ahead, Fred. The finish owner comes, The owner comes out and says, hey, look, Donovan's our man. He, said, he came out and he said that. Donovan's our man. And all of a sudden, in the playoffs, and all of a sudden, they're they building this momentum. You know what? That's, that's a great question, Ray, because – Every game, it seems like there's there's a nuance or some situation for each team where one team has more pressure than the other one. When I looked at the Giants game against the Eagles, I felt like 
that the Eagles really didn't have anything to lose. They just made it into the playoff. They beat Minnesota, who they were supposed to beat. And the Giants were like, oh, my God, we've been playing great all this all this year, and we've lost one year, lost one there. It's like, oh, if we lose this one, it'll be a big disappointment. I don't think it'll be a huge disappointment if the Eagles lost this game. I don't think they will. But I don't think it'll be a big disappointment either if, if the Cardinals lost this game. So I feel like I don't feel like there's pressure on either side. Well, that's why I say there's uh, no pressure on the Cardinals because – that's that same analogy you gave with the Giants and the Eagles. That's what happened in Carolina uh, last week when Carolina well, yeah, did. I, 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 think the, I think the Cardinals have done. They've done. They've done way beyond what sure. they were supposed to do this year. I mean, they went to Carolina and beat Carolina. So if, if they, I'm gonna tell you something, if if they lost against the Eagles. I feel like the city of city of Phoenix would say, "Wow, you guys did a great oh, job oh, this absolutely. year! Oh my God, oh, great question. job! You did, great job you did! I don't think there's any pressure there." Without hey, question, hey, I gotta say this, guys. I, I gotta be honest. I'm gonna take you all the way back to the you know the beginning of the year, and I anticipated that the Arizona Cardinals would be playing football at this level because I looked at the talent they had. There's no reason why they should have done anything other than be where they're at today. I expected, I expected the Eagles to be there today, but you know, there's something else I see that's kind of underlying. Another story that's underlined with both teams, and nobody has mentioned that as of yet. And there's going to be a lot of stuff going on for both of these teams in the offseason because they got quarterback issues. They're trying to run Donovan out of Philly. They already got a quarterback. The heir apparent is already there. And then here, what happens if the Cardinals win or lose with Matt and Kurt? So I'm thinking that both of these quarterbacks, both of these quarterbacks want to win for a reason other than what most people are thinking about. Well, let, let me say this. Matt Liner. He's not. He can't get it done. He won't get it done. Hollywood. He, he Hollywood. has a. He's still in California. Like he, he doesn't take the opportunity to learn from a veteran like Kurt Warner. But Kurt, let me ask you: If Kurt wins this game, what happens to this team next year? Does Kurt come back? Does Matt stay here? Whether Kurt win or lose, Kurt is the better man for this job for the Arizona Cardinals. If they want to keep progressing as a team, if they want to keep getting better year in year out, does he come back? He comes back. They they need to sign him. If he hasn't signed a new deal yet, he should be signing a two year extension right now. And Mark with Donovan, if Donovan loses this game. Does Donovan come back with the Eagles? I, I know Jeffrey Laurie already said he's coming back, but does, is he a man of his word? Because you know they'll tell us anything. It's a business. It's like, you know what I'm saying? When it comes down to it, it's always a business. He they can say he's my guy, he's my man, I'm going to go with him. But after the end of the season, they all know everybody gets evaluated. $10 million, Donovan, I think, is on the table well, already. You can run business or you can get run out of business. And Donovan right and now a, is playing hot. So it, a, whether he I'm goes or not, Don, you know, Donovan's he's still going to do holding good. a bat behind his back right now. Because you know why? <laughs> Donovan, Donovan, Donovan got benched. Few weeks ago, oh, he's still heated. I think he's when, he they, when they were power. when they were losing. They tie, you know. He didn't he didn't know that that you could tie, you know. He you know and There's a lot of guys out there. Everybody was like, get him out of here, get him out of here. Boom! All of a sudden, they're in the playoffs. Hey, all of a sudden, they won two playoff games. Now they're playing for the NFC Championship. Let me tell you something. He's ready to swing that bat at everybody in Philadelphia and say, a look, big Louisville okay, slugger. What? And good reason. And now it's what? been like that since Donovan been in college. Since he left Syracuse, those fans didn't want him. Now every time it's bad, it looks it's pointed towards Donovan. There are other entities around Donovan that makes that team work. Fred, he gets the, uh, the, blame, the blame and the glory. So, Well, I've said this about the Carters team. You know, I looked at Edge when I first came here. And, you know, as a running back, you know, you got maybe six, seven good years, eight, nine, ten, years. you know. Right. He's a senior citizen. So, you know, Edge wants to win this thing right now. Right. I think the Arizona Cardinals got two issues in two major positions. That's, that's Edge and, of course, that's Kurt. The Eagles, I mean, we have a team now, of seniors. We, we, we got a team, too, a team of senior citizens over here in Philadelphia, though. Mm -hmm. So, for sure. Philadelphia, you got the two tackles. 
You got Trey, you got Runyon, you got Doc. I mean, Doc might be your age, Mark. Oh, you know, I, ain't no telling, man. You know, Doc still, still, still going, though. He's doing it. But, well, but you let's know, his come body, back to that. God, oh, I like that song in the back. That. I like that song in the back. Let's, let's listen to this song, man. We got something going on right here, man. We're going we gonna, to we gonna give it a little eagle flavor. But when we come back, it's going to be some cardinal flavor. Don't go anywhere. You listen to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. We got the Battle of the Birds. Of course, we got my man Kwame Lasseter, who will be on the network, and Mark McMillan as well. We'll be right back after this song and this message. Put a grip on the side, taking back a pick six. Got 60,000 something people screaming in the stadium. Ready to see one again, playing like geranium. Striking the Vikings, then denying the Giants. Got the eye of the Titans, spirit of Rocky behind us. Coach Reed got a play and possess. Yo, we the best. Now the road to the Bulls, Route 36 West. The defense scramble, reminiscing the Randall. Fought through the scandals, grab fake by the handles. The Sean going on, putting potholes in the lawn. They don't like it, with Don decide to hike it. Shotgun, top gun, spicy your D. Green acres for three, put it right through the T. First stop is Phoenix, and the last stop, Tampa. Fitz, catch a fist, beat Dawkins, the answer. Bump and run, y'all ain't wanting none. 60 minutes of pain until the final gun. Cause we hungrier than ever. Click on the lost cylinders. Defense hurting ya, offense killing ya. Minutes to street McNabb shooting out the pocket. And they say it's knocking, but they can't seem to stop it. On the way to the bowl, Philly's out of control. First the Phillies, then the birds, what a sight to behold. I know they take us for a ride, but we stay by their side. You'll be a goner by the time I get to Arizona. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the three is very much the one to be. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. Spicer, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Looking for a good time? We've got a show that will give you a wild ride. This show will make you feel good. And it's not even bad for you. You need your time to let loose. It's time for a feel-good party. Pull up to the computer, mix yourself a drink, and turn up the speakers. Happy Hour is here. Every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, it's called the biggest radio show in the world. Hosted by international personality 
and pundit, Michael DeMarco. You don't know what's coming next. The biggest radio show in the world on Voice America. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neal. He's a tough shot. Got it with 2.8 seconds left. to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. Let us, therefore, brace ourselves to our duty. So bear ourselves. Men will still say, this was their finest hour. Something special. You listen to Railroad Sports on the Voice America Network. We even came up with some special music just for this show today. And I appreciate the fact I got my boys in there with me. Kwame Lasseter, of course, that was for Kwame. And we went out paying tribute to Mark McMillan with the Eagles on the front side of that. Hey, guys, I just want to ask a question as a player. You know, you know, when it's game time, we want to get our game on. And, and I never really understood why coaches made these decisions, except if it was weather. But this kind of element is a little something different. I'm going to ask you this, Kwame, because you got home field advantage. If the Cardinals win the toss, do they defer or do they take it? Do they take the ball? If Cardinals win the toss, if I'm the coach or and player, I would want the ball. I we always, the defense, if you defense, you want to be on the field. If you offense, you want. Exactly, but I want to set the tone right, know, and right away. Like uh, Fred said, it's uh, the physical game. It's, we got to set the tone, see who's going to be more physical, and that's going to be the definition of the game. And it starts up front with the offensive line, defensive line. But I have offensive power, and we didn't even mention the third receiver for the Cardinals, and that's Breston. He's come a long way. He's had 1,000 yards this year with the absence of Anquan a few games. So, so y'all going to take the ball. The Cardinals going to take the ball. If you win the toss give me Sunday, the ball. I'm, putting, the ball. I'm putting points on the ball. I'm not worrying about the second half. I'm going to take care of everything in the first half. Second half, I want to maintain and be able to control what, I have, what I've done in the first half of the wow. game. Wow. Well, listen, we got a caller on the line, and, and we welcome all callers to call in on our special show today. But uh, we got a young man, I believe, that is from uh, Arizona here in Gilbert, Arizona. And is that, is that uh, Coran? Coran? 
Karun. Yeah. Hey, Karun, how you doing there, man? I'm doing well. Doing All right, well. man. Go ahead and speak to us. Talk to us a little bit. What you want to say? I uh, just had a little spoken word for the for the uh, Cardinals fans out there I wanted to give you. Okay, go ahead. All right. Conference championship weekend is finally here, and there's one thing that seems abundantly clear. The game will be hard fought to the very end, though it shouldn't be a surprise when the Eagles win. Nothing against the Cardinals. They are a good team, but against the Eagles' defense, they'll come apart at the seams. Throw to Fitzgerald, a runner with Edron James, mixing a little bold, and then he still lose the game. McNabb to Deshaun Jackson or Kevin Curtis, the long bomb is something you won't want to miss. Mixing Westbrook, Klecko, Buckhalter, and maybe Echol will quiet the Cardinals' fans that do nothing but heckle. As long as we're speaking of fans and don't take this wrong, but I couldn't find a single one who knew the Cardinals' fight song. One even asked if the song really existed. The Eagles fans know theirs, so don't get it twisted. We will be outnumbered some 40 to 1 when the game kicks off in the Valley of the Sun. But should it get tough, our fans will rally our team while the Cardinals fans realize the demise of their dream. Boo. <laughs> Man, you live, in, you live in Arizona, too. I'm upset with you. That's right. That's you right. Come on together. We'll have a drink. They, they, got room for, <laughs> they got room for you in Philly. I, I guarantee you that. Hey, we appreciate you calling in, man. Let me ask you something. You've been here in Arizona. How long have you been waiting for this time to come? Uh, you know, I, I've been here two years. I was at the uh, at the Super Bowl when we went the last time against the uh, New England Patriots, man. And I'm just I'm, – I'm already booked up for Tampa. So, you know, it's going to be some upset Cardinals fans on Sunday night. You don't, you're not even giving the Cardinals a chance, are you? Oh, no, no, no. I ain't going to say that. They, that, that, that spoken they word. came on strong. Your spoken word like, like we did. They, they came they on strong at the end. They are not to be taken lightly. I need a mute button. But get when the clock is zero, zero, zero. And put, put them on pause. Look. Your spoken words didn't even give him a chance. You talking about throwing the Fitzgerald and, and Anquan ain't going to be enough? Man, do you know these guys lead the lead? They two of the best receiving tandems in the National Football League. And I can throw in Preston and make the, the three dynamic receivers in the league. Now, who's going to stop them? It's just a matter of who wants the game, who's going to come out and play in physical. Now, you, you're a fan of the Philadelphia Eagles, and that's, that's fine. I'm messing with you on that. But. Right, no, no, no. I, and, and I'll see you on that. But the reality of the fact is, outside of uh, Anquan Bolden, who wasn't there when we played on Thanksgiving, um, you know, some of those Saints receivers are in the game then. It didn't really help them a lot. But like I said, they're going to get their catches. We're going to get ours. But at the end of the day, I mean, I'm not expecting it to be like, you know, Eagles 34, uh, Cardinals 6. But however it turns out, the top number it's is going to be Philadelphia. <laughs> okay, who's the next caller? Well, you know, you know I, I just want to say this. Something we, we need to take a look at. And that's special teams. I mean, we all know that many times it comes down to special teams. Now, and we got two. Both, both of us have two very qualified punt returners. Right. Breston is very good, but then you know we got there's a, over there on the other side. The Eagles got a nice young man returning the ball too. Absolutely, but I tell you, that if if we can go offense, we can go offense like and defense. Me. But I tell you, the Eagles have the edge in the edge in special teams. The Cardinals have. Uh, ever since the New York game this year, they've they've special team. Has the been, coverage has been weak. It's been mediocre at best. So. And, and and why you know I, I tell you this for some reason or another, and I don't know why they're getting away with the exception of Deshaun, and and what Breston is a third wide receiver. I don't see enough starters. I mean, when you in the play, you know, starters got to play some special teams. Starters, absolutely, starters have to play spaces. They have to play special teams, and that gives your team a great chance of winning football games because you got a lot of veterans, of, a lot of veteran guys up right. there, a lot of uh, guys who want to make play and know what it takes but to I make play. But I don't see much of that in Arizona, you know. And and the Eagles are getting away from a, a little bit of it too. I don't see right. a lot of you know. But but then again. I think the Eagles, when it comes to their kicker, too. Now, when you look at the kicker here in Arizona, man, I, I, I give it to David Akers. Absolutely. Green Akers, baby. Well, he's good, but the guy in Arizona's not bad either. He's not no, bad. He no, he's not bad. But, but I, 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 I wouldn't trade him for anybody this year. Okay, okay, if the game is on the line and it's a 40-yard field goal. Akers, period. Green Akers, who baby. Who do you want to go with? 
I'm going with the Colonels. I'm I'm going for the Colonels. That's never going to change. <laughs> That's not going to change at all. Wow. I'm going with the Colonels. And do you? And okay. I'm a, I'm a Rackers. Me liking the Colonels the way I do. I'm a still make some sense out of this. I'm just going with Rackers on but this. But Neil, one. you know, he got that little twist to his body sometimes, man. And, and he, he may got, be, he he may got be off balance yards. a little bit. Yeah, but he got 55 yards in that leg. Indoor, you know, he got 55 in, yards indoors. Every, now he's missed a couple. You know, Acres, the thing about Acres, but wait, but, but, but think about Rackers is he's been an All Pro kicker who's never had to kick when the game is on the line. Right. So what is he going to do if the game on the line? But is David like, Akers has had to kick when the game has been on the line. If I'm a kicker and I got the game on the line, I can't wait to the opportunity. Please call timeout or please try to ice me because I want to kick when the game. That's on the line. if you're a kicker, but you ain't never been a kicker uh, I now. Never, I've been a kicker and in you, high school. Uh, oh, you, watch out now! Watch out now! Here you go! Here you go! But really, you don't want it to come down to the. Do we want this game to come down to the kickers? If it's if it's a if it's a hard fought game and they, these the guys are battling for four quarters, and it came down to a kick. I wouldn't mind it at all. I mean, but let me ask you. A uh, long kick. Mark, you know, Mark, uh, you know, size-wise is, you Midget. know, not the biggest corner in the world, but, you know, the he baddest. didn't play kicker. He might the be baddest. the baddest, but he, he, um, but he didn't play kicker. 32 states, he might be a midget Man. in 32 states. He was the baddest. <laughs> but we have, come on, when it comes to kickers, guys, I mean, I'm not even sure that a game should even been, be won. By kick, I I just don't believe in that. No, I hear where you're coming from, cause uh, they these guys are fighting. He might show up every four minutes, every five minutes, yeah, and, and these guys are fighting through the four quarters. And and if he misses it, I mean, you you can say what you want. If a quarterback gets sacked, or in Kurt's case, many times Kurt might even fumble while he gets sacked. Okay. If a running back fumbles, and I've been there where Ernest Bonner trying to go across the goal line. And I didn't boom, want to say that the ball that. Come, I didn't want to okay, say that. Was that, that the Denver game? But, yeah, yeah. I'm but but, that but, way. but I'm let me just that say way. this, guys. I, that's okay. We would have never been there if it wasn't for Ernest Bonner. If Kurt fumbles, that's okay. We wouldn't beat it. But when you put a kicker out there. And he misses that kick. You know when he get in the locker room. Oh, he ain't going. He going straight to the locker room. Straight to the parking lot. He going to take no shot. He going straight to the parking lot. He going to go home stinking. He's not going to the locker room. <laughs> so we got two guys here that we don't want to put the game in their hands. We don't want this to come down to a kick. Offense and defense. It's offense and defense. And so we got to go back to the offense and defense. And I want to look at the defensive line because, you know, I think the Arizona Cardinals got a hell of a defensive line. And I think we got another, we got another call here. We'll take it. But if we don't, let, let's talk about the defensive line. In particular, Kwame, you, you got some boys over here that's been making some plays. You got uh, uh, Bertrand Berry, Antonio Smith, Donnell Darkett. These guys, are not, the offensive Big, line. Big, strong, fast. And they're getting to the ball like it matters. And that's what you have to do. You might not make the play, but you're putting pressure. You're making the quarterback uncomfortable. You get Can Donovan bigger. run away from them boys? They are just as fast as Donovan is right now. They are just a, they are just as fast as he is. Now, Mark, you go over to the Eagles' D line. Now, you know you got some big boys. I don't know if they move quite as fast, but they big. They big. Like I said, when you're playing in the East Coast, you got to have beef up front because everybody's right. trying to run the ball. Right. So that's gonna be a that's gonna be a big difference. Um, of course, everybody know the Cardinals have the faster defense in the lineman, but. Philly stuff to dig. When, like I said last week, what they did to the New York Giants stopping that running game was a very impressive, and they're just going to continue to do that. It's just going to come down to the secondary. Got to step their game up. B Dog got to get the boys ready. He got to bring the paint. If he got to knock Fitz out. And, and you know I, what? You know, I, that, that, I agree with Mark on that. You have to take a fifteen-yard penalty somewhere in that game, whether it's a cheap shot on the quarterback. Have you ever asked for a fifteen-yard penalty before? I, I don't have to ask. You I just take. I, it. I go into the game give, trying See, to get one. See, people don't understand that. That sometimes you just got to say, you know what? I'm taking a fifteen-yard penalty. Just not I take the throw final on us all day. Should we know back yeah. in Philly they was giving Andre Waters hey, a penalty coming up the water. <laughs> God bless him. Every game I go to him, I'm say. 
uh, it has to be an opportunity. I'm not going to make it uh, obvious that I'm going to take that. It has to be an opportunity where I'm taking a 15-yard penalty and know this is how we're going to play in the secondary the whole time. Oh, okay, come on, Mark. I need you to explain to people what we mean by take a 15-yard penalty. People might not know exactly what you mean by you're going to take a 15-yard Explain to them what we're well, talking about secondary people. When I was in Kansas City, we had Dale Carter, James Hasty, who was two of the Some most thugs. physical consul, you know, corners that we had in the <laughs> league. And, and Marty just let us play ball. Uh, right. we, we were three of the top corners that was playing in the league. He said, do what you have to do. Start the tempo. Get the game cracking. So how you? T- but, but, but how do you get a fifteen-yard penalty out of just playing the game? You take it to him. You hit him right in the mouth, in the neck, in the throat. You do what you got to do. You put that fear in his heart, and that and can be on a run play. And then let them know, you know, what does that do to a person? Why are you taking that fifteen-yard penalty? For fans on the saying, what you mean by taking a fifteen-yard penalty? What are you trying to accomplish by doing that? You're trying to get him out of his game. Uh, you trying to? If you hit a, a receiver and you get him a good shot on him, he's gonna think like, man, is it gonna be like this all day? So when I'm coming across the middle, I'm busting and the ball is out there, and, and, out. You, and you didn't hit me once, unfairly. I'm thinking about that the next time I come across it. And, and, and Mark going the other way with an interception. Because you're thinking about him hitting you. And so you ain't going to reach for the ball. No, I'm going but no. to no. To elaborate on it, I know Antoine is, sure, he's a beast. So you're going to have to keep hitting him. He's going to keep coming. Fitz, we don't know about his heart that's coming across the middle. That's something that everybody's always talking about on the well, outside. He, well, you know, Fitzgerald actually surprisingly last week, you well, know, when the big passes he caught, he came all the way across. Yeah, the Yeah, but Byron Dawkins was in the middle. He he had to, but you, you see a lot of Fitz players going down the field or a skinny post or bang eights, and it's not a it's not a lot across the middle. That's where Anquan comes yeah, in. Yeah, he's a, he's a, he's a he's, man of Yeah, him. he's a linebacker <laughs> with good hands that'll hit you, and you got to you got to question or, or wonder. Can he play like this for the rest of his career? He had to tone it down at some point. But his heart, you can't tone the guy's heart down if it's in it. Well, I, I, you know, I, I definitely agree with you guys. Every time I play, that's exactly I, I remember asking. I, I took the liberty to ask <laughs> well, because I was, in, I, was in a new, I was in a new environment, and I didn't know if they played ball like that. I came from the NFC East. <laughs> I go into the AFC, and I'm like, okay, hey, hey, coach. And he was one of my yeah. coaches from when I was at Ohio State. I say, hey, right. can, I, can I have one? 15-yard penalty. Because we was going in to play the Raiders. I, and I know they was going to be dirty. They wasn't asking. They already yeah, had permission. Right. So I asked, you right. know. I took my 15-yard you penalty. Take and one I, on, you didn't take one on John Elway, though. Hey, man. On that shoot. drive. We tried. We tried. We tried. I, I hear where Ray coming from. Because when I, when I was with the Cardinals and I went over to the AFC with San Diego. That's when was, he started playing I, football, everybody. I thought it was. He, uh, he got into the league when he went to San Diego. Well, that's, that's, that's true. But uh, I went into the. Um, I went into the game, and I said, these guys are playing a little too soft. Yeah. <laughs> and, and my first game was against the Cardinals. It was a preseason game against the Cardinals, and I put the tight end out for two weeks. There you go. But, you, I, but you took the liberty to show them the tone, how the like, game could be played. As long as I'm in the secondary, this is how we're going to play. If I got to hit you or them, right. you better come on board with me. And see, and, and that's what I think is going to happen. You know, this game, it, no doubt about it, you know, there's a lot of athletic people that's going to be playing this game. And, it, and, and you're going to see something a little different than just their athletic abilities. You're going to see their physical abilities as well. Now, Adrian be- Wilson is a tempo setter, too, for the Cardinals. I, I, I like to see him play. Oh, physical yeah. Too, so. see, you know, yeah, he's, he's, I like the guy, but Jake Reed's the guy. But Adrian oh. Wilson, if he, t- <laughs> if he tackles, <laughs> if he'll tackle more than hitting, Adrian Wilson would be like, he will be in the now, top Now, hold on, safer. hold on. I see there you go. You know, whenever we do a show, we got to educate people. What do you mean by tackle more than hit? Adrian Wilson does a great job at the strong safety spot, but he comes up and hits you. The running backs are weighing just as much as he does, 230 pounds. You can't come up and just lower your shoulder on the guy. Well, he, he got Brian Westbrook. Does, does he have to hit Brian Westbrook or he got to tackle you Brian Westbrook? You have to tackle Brian yeah. Westbrook. His legs are like uh, Barry Sanders. His legs are like Emmitt Smith. He, he has shake yeah. and bake. You have to tackle this guy, wrap him up. Why try to make a big hit get on ESPN every play 
give yourself a chance to fight another down. Wrap up when you tackle. When you become a sure tackle, you do that consistently. You don't have to think about it. You only hit guys when you have an opportunity to hit guys. And see, that's and that's what I like, man. I always felt that there's an art and a science to tackle. And the fact of the matter is, you got to be smart about it. When you can take that hit. Take that hit. You know, some guys who will have a hit and won't take it. Right. You know, they, you know, it's like the guy only have his back turned and, and he's about to turn around. They still won't take that hit. Mm -mm. They still going to make a tackle. It's, rolling, it's rolling, rolling, taking that hit. But, rolling, but, rolling. It's but you want to take that hit and take him out. Right. But then there's other times where you just got to make a short tackle. Exactly. If it's just grabbing by the ankles or whatever it is. But also what I know is a lot of DBs is doing. There's many times where running back or receiver is getting, you know, that yak yards. They're getting yards after contact because yeah, guys ain't wrapping up. And they they ducking their head and driving towards the turf, and, and they're going to hurt themselves more than they're trying to hurt the receiver or the uh, offensive guy. And, Mark, that's when gonna, you look at him, who, who's a better tackling team, Arizona Cardinals or the Philadelphia Eagles? I would say the Philadelphia Eagles. They're, they're, they're a better tackling team. The secondary is a better tackling team. The linebackers are better tacklers because of the division that they play in. They have to make tackles. And like you said, yards after the catch, that's going to be huge in this game because mm -hmm. Fitzgerald and Bowden, that's where they get a lot of their yards, at, especially uh, Bowden across the middle. And stretching the ball out, trying to get some extra yards, man. They doing all that kind of stuff. That tells you the guys ain't tackling. If guys is, you know, able to if, if reach the ball. Exactly. If he can do that, he's, he's not getting hit. Yeah, yeah. If, you, if, you, if he stick that hand out there, step on that hand. He, he won't put that hand out there no more. He should be scared to stick the arm out. He's not getting hit <laughs> if he ain't able to do that. <laughs> hey, guys, you know, we spent a whole lot of time talking about what's happening here, you know, in the desert, and I'm glad we have. Anybody who wants to call and I'm glad we've had the time to talk about it. You can call us at 888-346-9144. We're having a battle of the birds here. You know, of course, we got my man Mark McMillan here and Kwame Lasseter. But, you know, whoever wins this game is going to get a chance to go to the Super Bowl. And when they get a chance to go to the Super Bowl, you know, it's AFC. But this AFC matchup Ooh. is a strong AFC matchup. It's just as physical, just as athletic. And just as talented as, you know, the NFC championship game is. Who, who, Mark, I'm going to ask you, you know, who do you think, since you want the Eagles to go, who do you think the Eagles will end up playing in, the, in that Super Bowl? That's a, that's a toss-up, man. That's yes. going to be a real good one. Uh, everybody knows Pittsburgh has a great defense. Uh, they had a veteran quarterback who's been there, done that. Uh, Baltimore with Placo, you know what I'm saying, he's – he just got there. He's just he's not he a just, rookie anymore. Not yeah, when you're in the playoffs, you're not a rookie. And you know they got Ed Reed over there. Kwame elaborated on him earlier. And then they got the captain. You know Ray Ray Lewis always in the middle. You Ray know, Ray Uncle Ray is in the middle bringing the pain. So it's going to be a great matchup. If I was a if I was to say I would say Pittsburgh would probably eke it out because it's a home game and they have an experienced quarterback. So. That's going to be my prediction. And, Kwame, of course, you know the Arizona Cardinals are going to be in the Super Bowl. So right. who you think y'all going to play in the Super Bowl? The Arizona Cardinals are going to play in the, uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers in the Super Bowl for the fact that Willie Parker is back. They've, they've got a running game. I see the Baltimore and Pittsburgh. I see them kind of similar teams, but with more power Willie Parker in the game uh, as far as Pittsburgh is concerned. And plus I like Mike Tomlin. He, he does a great job over there. He let those guys play football. He let them do what it takes to what got you in the league. He let them play freely. All right, I believe we got a caller, man. There's a few people have been calling. I apologize, but I, I got some, you know, some boys here in the studio with me, and we just having a good time, you know, and it, it, it's their battle. So I'm going to let them battle a little bit more. But I believe we got uh, Reggie's on the line. Reggie, you with us? Yeah. Hey, Reggie, what's happening, man? I'm doing all right. How about y'all? Oh, that's man, we bro. doing that's wonderful. Bro, Everybody, that's my bro right there. Oh, that's man, see, we got, some, hey, on the West Coast. we got some more Eagle fans calling here, too, and I believe we got Mike on there, too. So listen, let, let, let's talk to Reggie a little bit. Reggie, go ahead. Give us a comment. Um, I think what we talk about is we talk about discipline. And on, on defense, well, I think Arizona is missing a little bit of discipline. Like uh, Kwame was saying just a minute ago, you got Adrian Wilson. He comes up. That's a big hitter. But um, when it comes up to rapping and stuff like that, I, I don't think that they're disciplined enough to you know come through. 
And when it comes down to uh, this game on Sunday, it's going to be a hard-hitting matchup, and you got to you got to wrap up and hold tight this league. Right. So you don't you don't think you know? So it, it's, it's going to be a discipline thing where you know again, miss tackles. Man. You coming you coming in from the AFC West? It was kind of a lackadaisical season because look, the AFC I mean the NFC West was probably the weakest conference in the NFL this year. Okay, you going down? You playing hard-nosed football in the NFC East all year? So you got to bring it every week. In which, like I said, like you guys said earlier. They were lucky to be in the playoffs right now, and right now you're going to make the most of it. Well, you know, it's always better to be lucky than good, you right. know. But yeah. I think the Eagles are also lucky and good. But, you know, we talked about the discipline. I think the Eagles do that. You know, they do mm-hmm. wrap up. They do make plays. And I think, again, over here, when we watch the Cardinals play, we'll all agree to this, that the games that they've lost, they've missed a lot of tackles, you yeah. know. And so I think yeah. Wizard Hunt is going to be on top of that thing. There's no doubt about it. There's some things that Andy's doing on his side. Andy's saying, first of all, boys, we ain't watching that game film <laughs> of that last game. That because yeah. that ain't the Arizona Cardinals nah, we're play. No, and then Wiz is going over here. Wiz is saying, "Hey, we we got to wrap up these guys because if you don't, they're gonna take it the distance." So that discipline thing is 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 gonna be very important, right? I, yeah. I agree. And you just and I, you just don't turn it on in, in in two weeks. You know, the last two weeks they have played real good defense. They played aggressive, but at the same time, you just can't turn it on in the playoffs and playing against a good team and figure that hey, everything's gonna go perfect for me. Right. I have to say that Carolina was a, a tough team, but Jake DeLone? Carolina, 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 <laughs> Carolina, Carolina's a tough team, but Jake DeLone didn't show up. They didn't even stick Jake to the game plan. Their game plan. Their game plan is Atlanta, Atlanta game, you got, a, you got a rookie quarterback, and you got a, basically a rookie playing tailback. Michael Turner's never been a starter for the full season, and he basically put himself in the turf half the game. Well, you know what? So, I, I'm not going to look for all the reasons why the Cardinals are there and the teams they play. No, you're you ain't making no excuse. You I'm here. not making an excuse, but you, you do here. have to, be, as good as you are as a team, you do have to have some luck. And then a lot of us sitting at this table, once we get in the playoffs, would like to be a lucky a few times. It's, it's, oh, what yeah. teams oh, knock, yeah. Oh, yeah. it's what teams knock off the other team that you have to play that you know that's, that's dominant, that you got to mm-hmm. go in there and play them. But I'd I rather have some luck in the playoffs and, and then find a way to get to the Super Bowl. But I agree with some of the points you made as far as they have to wrap up. The, the NFC East is a lot physical. The Cardinals, uh, the NFC West, they didn't have any competition. They didn't have a lot of winning season. The Cardinals mm-hmm. eked out a winning season with the 9-7 and seven, uh, record. So um, they have to build that momentum and come in and get the job done as far as uh, beating the Philadelphia Eagles. But well, I, I'm a Cardinals fan, so. And, and, I, and I would say this about the, uh, the, the well, Arizona Cardinals. You know, it ain't in my voice that they going to – I give them a chance. I give them a fair chance. But uh, we, you mentioned something about discipline. They have yeah. to be disciplined. Yeah. If yeah. you're not disciplined, I don't, care what, I don't care what job you go to. If you've if you got a paper route and you're not disciplined and getting those papers out, you're going to lose your job. If you're not That's disciplined right. in this football game, you're going to lose this game. You have to be disciplined because you know these teams are blitzing, and you're going to have a blitz package that you want to put in to get to their quarterback. And, uh, you know, one thing about you, you talk about – Yeah, and it, and it comes from it comes from the top, man. And the man leading these two teams, you know, one has his own ring that, yeah. you know, that he, that he has earned. And, that, and, again, that's Kurt Warner. He earned that ring. He knows what it takes. And, and that could be the factor. You know, I, I think, you know – Kurt just scares me a little bit because Donovan is hot, Kurt is hot, but Kurt just kind of scares me you a little know. bit. That that, that you, just you really scares know, me right. a little you bit. You never know. You never know. But it's hard to go against a two-time Super yeah, Bowl right. MVP. Right. It really is, it's you know, hard, because yeah. I, I don't think Kurt Kurt has. Uh, you know, when you look at just his life, he's faced so much adversity. Kurt will never give up. I just don't ever see. I don't see him giving up ever at all in this right. game. And if Matt Lyon is at quarterback, it's over. Matt Lyon is at quarterback. We're not talking about the Cardinals right now. 
we 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 talking about him. We're not USC talking camping. about the Cardinals. We're not talking no. about the Cardinals right no. now. They party, Rhinos, they party with Sanchez. Hey, at, Reg. At draft party. Yeah, Reg. Thank you very much for your call. Appreciate the call. We, we, right. certainly, we certainly appreciate that call. Is, 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 is Mike there from West Ohio? Hello. Is Mike there? Right. Hey, Mike. What's up, buddy? How we doing? Hey, what's going on, man? Not much, not you, much. Now, now you guys know this ain't this ain't yeah this ain't just Mike. This is Mike Zordich. This ain't just Mike. I want everybody to understand. This is Mike Zordich. This is one of my homeboys from back in the day. Hey Mike, what's happening, man? I appreciate. Hey man, I appreciate you coming in. But Mike, you know what? I wanted to have you on this show in particular because. Your heart has to be split right down the middle, man. You you spent five years in Philly and five in Arizona. Mike, come on, man. Where you going? Come on, Mike. Come on, Mike. Get, come on, Mike. Come on, Mike. Eagles, bro. <laughs> Say that again, Mike. I'm going with the Eagles. Are you yeah, going yeah, with the Eagles? You know what it is, Mike. You know how we roll back there, baby. I, I think the, uh, I think for all the reasons I've, I've been listening to you guys talk. I think for all the reasons you guys have been saying, you know, I think they're just a, a tougher, more physical team and. I think they're going to come out on top. Hey, guys, I want everybody to know who we got here. Our special guest is Mike Zordich. Of course, Mike's been a safety with the Arizona Cardinals and with the Philadelphia Eagles. And, and I, I mean, you know, we homeboys. Even though he went to Penn State, you know, he, he's still a good guy, man, and a hell of a ball player. Mike, where do you see the advantage? I know you're going with the Eagles because maybe that's where y your heart is between the two teams. Of course, you were more successful in Philadelphia probably than you were out here. But, you know, from your professional opinion, why do you think the Eagles will win the game instead of the Cardinals? I believe it's the secondary. Uh, and I think the way the Eagles are going to attack the Cardinals, I don't know if they, you know, they've seen it a couple weeks ago. Uh, but I just think the Eagles secondary is going to be, is going to outplay the Cardinals secondary, and that's going to be the difference. Hey, Mike, and you make a good point. I mean, we, we all of us are defensive guys here. You know, Fred is no longer with us on this call. But, you right. know, I've always been of the perspective that a secondary can lead a team. It can set the tone because you're asked to do so many things. And, and, and again, we, we all believe that the secondary probably has the best athletes on the team. I mean, after all, you're trying to cover some of the fastest people in the world by running backwards, you know, or you got to jam them. They're coming at you, and you got you to try to get a jam on them. But what is it that you see in terms of the Eagles? secondary that makes them better than the Cardinals secondary and even to the point that it gives them an edge in the game well I, number one no, number 20 Brian Dawkins I, I, he can do everything back there he can cover he can run and tackle and he can blitz and I also think the uh, and I, his name escapes me right now number 22 the cornerback Samuel. Samuel. Samuel yeah yeah I, I mean he's been playing great football these last couple weeks and I, I think he can cover Fitzgerald uh, you know, Antoine Bolden's back, but, uh, you know, I don't, we don't know how healthy he really is. So there is a question mark. I just think that, that Jimmy Johnson will have enough mixed-up coverages and enough blitzes, enough zone uh, blitzes, uh, a nice enough package that he can, they can handle their receiving core. Hey, Mike, that's an excellent point. And, and, and all of us as secondary people, one thing that you you got to give credit, you know, I, I believe Brian Dawkins is going to be a Hall of Famer. You know, we're going to have to take a break here in a second, so I'll, I'll lead into this, you know, this uh, comment I'm going to make into the break. But in terms of his timing on blitzes, I've never seen anybody in my life that his blitzes are always on time. Sometimes you come too late. Sometimes you come too early. Dawk comes right on time every time. So, listen, we got to take a break. We've been having a great time here, man. I certainly appreciate you listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. 
I got my boys in here with me, Kwame Lasseter, and of course, Mark McMillan. It's the Battle of the Birds. We'll be right back after this message. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the three is very much the one to be. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. Spicer, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce. Look better. Attention shoppers, if anyone is missing a rather plump set of love handles, please come to the customer service counter and claim them. The ample love handles were lost in the produce department where their former owner had purchased fruits and veggies to munch on during the big game. Thank you and have a good day. Small step number 81, snack on fruits and veggies. It's just one of the many small steps you can take to get healthy. Learn more at www.smallstep.gov. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. to the pros we, we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports Reminiscing the brand, though. 
foot through the scandals, grab faith by the handles. The Sean going on, putting potholes in the lawn. They don't like it, but Don decide to hike it. Shotgun, top gun, spicy your D. Green acres for three, put it right through the T. First stop is Phoenix, and the last stop, Pamper. Fits, catch a fist, beat Dawkins the answer. Bump and run, y'all ain't wanting none. 60 minutes of pain until the final gun. Cause we hungrier than ever. Click on the all cylinders, defense hurting ya, offense killing ya. Minute you sleep, McNabb shooting out the pocket. And they say it's knocking, but they can't seem to stop it. On the way to the bowl, Philly's out of control. First the Phillies, then the birds, what a sight to behold. I know they take us for a ride, but we stay by their side. You'll be a corner by the time I get to Arizona. Yeah, shout out to the fellas. You know, that's a special song for a special day. It's a battle out here, a battle of the birds. Of course, we're in the desert. You listen to Railroad Sports on the Voice America Network. Got my boy Kwame Lasseter here with me. And, of course, we got Mark McMillan. We know we're doing it from the defensive side. But, we, we you know, we're playing perspective to the offensive side of the ball as well. But we had... Mike Zodich on the line with us, you know, and Mike was one of them kind of cats, man. You just didn't. We talked about intimidating, intimidation, and and going across the middle, and you just didn't do that when Mike was in the secondary. Hey, Mike, you still with us? I'm with you, right? Man, listen, I want to tell you. I just, I, first of all, I just want to say I appreciate the way you play and appreciate the fact that you call into the show today. And uh, let me ask you something. We talked about a little pressure early on. Do you see any pressure on the Eagles to win this ball game? No, I don't. I really don't. I think the way they've been playing, they've been very loose. I think they're, um, the way their season ended, the way they got in, it's just kind of a happenstance thing. Everything had to fall into place the last game of the season. I, I just think they're a very loose group of guys, and I, I don't see them having a bunch of pressure on them. Well, it seems like, you know, in Philly, there seems to be a lot of pressure on the Eagles because of the fact the Eagles have they got many invitations to the dance. They've been there before. They just haven't won it. The Phillies just won the World Series, and they just haven't won it. So, you know, I think the fans there, what they're looking for is they're just looking for a, a chance to go back and finally win. I believe that this could be Donovan's year. But I also believe when I look on the other side of the ball and I keep giving Kurt, you know, his props because, you know, there's no doubt this man is a Hall of Famer. Kwame, I'm going to ask you, you know, Kurt wins this game. He, he, he goes into the Super Bowl. He wins. Does he walk away from the game on top? I don't think he walks away from the game. I think Kurt still have a passion in players' game because a lot of people are saying at 37 he can't play the game. But, uh, when you, but if you remember in that Jets game when, when, when Anquan got hit, Right then, Kurt, you know, thought about retirement Emotions. right there. He put, he bought too much emotion. But this is an emotional it's game. It's it, an it emotional is. game. And football explodes every emotion, explode every emotion you have within it. I think Kurt Warner. I don't think he walks away from the game. I think he walks right into the Hall of Fame, though. I don't think he walks away from the game if he wins the Super Bowl. There's some there's some trends he there's some trends he would like to set here in Arizona. Again, I think a lot of people doubt him out as far as bringing a young guy in and Matt Liner. Um, with the uh, opportunity to start a football game. Kurt said he wants to play. He wants to continue to play, and he took the job over. Hey, Mike, is this Arizona team, are they for real? Or do they now, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Wizard Hunt comes here, do they now develop a, a tendency of winning as opposed to just being a, a game when you go down the schedule, you chalk up as a victory because you're playing the Arizona Cardinals? Have they now established themselves as a true winner here in the desert? I, I think they have. I, I really do. And I think Kurt Warner and Wizard Hunt, brought that to him. I mean, Kurt Warner, like you guys said, he, he's unbelievable, and he, he belongs in the Hall of Fame when, when his days are done. And, and here's a guy that's faced some personal adversity and, and has handled it all very well. I, I think the Arizona Cardinals are for real. 
Hey, Mark, when you look over on the other side of the ball, and I, of course I want to talk to you about the Philadelphia Eagles, and we look over there, you know, and part of what's been uh, the Achilles heel to the Philadelphia Eagles this year has been able to run the ball in, in short yardage situations where you know, you know, they typically they should try to run the ball. Again, they may find themselves in that predicament again. We look at Brian Westbrook. Is Brian, you know, a little banged up, but is, is Brian going to be able to deliver him and Buck? Are they going to be able to deliver when it's short yardage situation in this particular game? Well, they they were delivered last week against the Giants, and they've been delivering, you know, down the stretch. When those two are, are both healthy and both of those guys, you know, kind of complement each other, they're dangerous. Um, they exposed the Giants linebackers uh, in, in crucial situations last week. And with Donovan being healthy and moving around in the pocket, he was able to find the open receiver. So everybody know they're not going to smash mouth, run the ball up the, up the gut. So they're going to run a ball off tackle, you know, try to get those guys in open space. And like we alluded earlier, they have to make tackles as far as the Arizona Cardinals. Because if you get the, one of these guys a seam, they can be gone at any minute. If 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 it, it just so happens that you know Brian is banged up and you put you know Buckholder into the game who doesn't oh. have the the same dimensions to his game that Brian has you know does that change the game if Brian is not able to, to finish the game they're kind of like the same same running back you know they both bring a little bit I think Buck is a little bit more physical than, yeah, than Westbrook right. and uh, you know he's going to be able to hit the, hit the ball between the tackles a little bit more but. This is the championship game you know uh, Westbrook's going to be out there if he's got to go out there with one leg. Um, you know, they're going to – this is it, man. Well, certainly this is it. I mean, we, we, we all know that either you win or you go home, you know. And, and the thing about this, you know, going home for the Philadelphia Eagles is That's a long, a long flight. flight man. But but Donovan <laughs> lives right here in Arizona in the offseason. So Donovan could have a very – short drive home in the event that the team doesn't win you know you, you, that's not in the back of his mind we know that but again for donovan mcnab coming into this game i think more so than than, than kurt warner i think this game is just a very important for donovan because donovan needs and wants to get back and get that super bowl ring so i, I think donovan where i sit over here on you know i'm worried about kurt i'm also very much worried about what donovan could do to the arizona cardinals but i know he's gonna play well he's been playing well down the stretch like i said a lot of people kind of down on donovan early in the year but what this guy's it, coming off a, is, a major if injury is, if there is any you know short side of Donovan, where's the weakness in donovan's game please tell me why the question mark about donovan McNabb. i'm gonna ask you mark and then i'm gonna ask Kwame, and of course i'm gonna ask mark that question too because we all secondary people tell me if there is a weakness in donovan's game what is where is it at mark i don't see any weakness in this game right now um like i said when he's mobile he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league and right now he's healthy he's getting himself out of, out of trouble he's making throws that the old McNabb throws. And when you're a quarterback in the city of Philadelphia, everybody knows. When we're back there with R.C. Cunningham, they booed Randall some of the times. And I was like, what? I know they booed Jaws, too. You know that. what I'm saying? So, you know, when you're playing in Philly, you got to bring it every week. If right. Donovan throws a couple of bad passes, you know, it's going to be rough on him. But that's what makes the city of Philadelphia a great city to play in front of. And that's what builds character. And those guys are going to come out here with Avengers. The Philly fans will represent. I know they will be in Glendale. Okay, Kwame, you, you, you've seen Donovan, you know, as, you know, again, the enemy. And you look at him, and now you, 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 you're in the secondary, and you game plan against Donovan McNabb. Where's his weakness? Uh, well, I don't, I don't think – He's he, also he, a neighbor of yours, too, so be careful what you say. <laughs> you know what? Donovan, we hang out on the offseason. You mentioned he be here in town. We hang out. We do what we got to do. But I look him right in the face and say, go Cars. I oh. think his weakness is, is also his strength. He tries to play hurt. He, remember the years he was hurt? Nobody knows this, and you you guys know as athletes, mm -hmm. that don't get out to the public that he's playing hurt. So when he's not having a top performance, all you can think about is a 
uh, he's doing bad, he's hurting our team. But Donovan, has, I don't think he has too much of a weakness as far as that he goes out there and play hurt. He has the heart to go out there and get it done. And a lot of people don't know that this guy's hurting and he's still out there trying to win football games. And I think if you get the ball, you, uh, you were talking about Westbrook and uh, Buckhalter, you get the ball to those guys, again, like the Cardinals, you don't have to – you don't have to hit the big home run. You have to stay disciplined to the run. Make these guys stay home. That way, you don't you don't hear about the receivers of the Cardinals. And Donald was able with his legs to get out on the corner, make those guys open up, and just dump it off. And it's play action for uh, Westbrook, and that's going to be huge in this game coming up this weekend. Hey, Mike, when you watch the games and you you watch Donovan play over the years, you know, and you know, again, being in Philadelphia, being back there in Pennsylvania, you know that uh, you know there's been times where people have asked for his head on you know on a silver <laughs> platter. Do you see a weakness in Donovan's game? And if you do, you know, what is the weakness that you see in his game? I think right now he's he's playing with a whole bunch of confidence. The only weakness I ever saw in him is he tries to force things at times. But and you know, and I haven't really seen that the last couple of weeks uh, in the season. So I think for him, he's he's got a lot of confidence. He's going to go out there, and he, you know, he's got Westbrook and Buckhalter, two guys that he can dink and dunk to. I mean, that's how they run the ball. They they dump it off. They throw the screens. That's the running game, and, and I, I just don't see where right now he has a huge flaw or weakness. I think he's playing with a bunch of confidence, and he's going to do really, really well. And especially after that benching. Everybody knows when Court wanted yeah. that bench down here. When he came back in, you know, everybody was like Matt Larner. Matt got a couple of starts, and – all of a sudden this year, Matt was and supposed to be the guy. And that's an interesting point, Mark. Nobody Matt. mentions the fact that Kurt Warner wasn't always a starter here, right, too. Right. You know, in fact, Matt was the starter. Matt was the guy <laughs> going into the season, and all of a sudden, Kurt's sitting back like, hey, I can still do this And thing. you know what, Mark? Speaking of that, <laughs> it's so funny Mark mentions that, because Wiz said to the public, Matt is my guy. Right. But at the start of the season, he started Kurt. Exactly. So we're talking about, you know, in Philly where they say Donovan's my guy. Right. <laughs> you know, Donovan may not be there because right. you can't believe what they say. But Kwame, go ahead. And both of you guys know, a lot of times the coach is not doing the talking. He, you got upstairs, you got management doing saying that, and he has to meet with the owners. He has to meet with certain personnel. But uh, I don't believe that here. I believe that the only reason why Wiz is here because I believe Wiz said, hey, now if I'm going to come here, I got to make my decisions. Right. And, I, and I told people from the beginning that Wiz and Hunt came in his, into this organization. He said, wait a second now. You brought me in here. You want me to tell you the truth. In my mind, Matt Liner is not your best quarterback. Kurt Warner is. And I, and I want to have the ability to make that call. Because you made that. I would He probably wouldn't even have drafted well, you know, well, you know what? Yeah, Matt no, Liner. No, I don't think so. Neither. But you know what? Um, I, go, I went up to camp with these guys in Flagstaff a couple of times. And um, you can see how the team responds when Kirk is under the center. You can also see how they respond when Matt is there. The team is playing at a higher level when Kirk wanted it. He knows exactly before he gets under the center where the ball is going, who's the read, who's the hot guy on the defense, and where the ball is going. He makes those decisions before he gets under the snack. Matt is still running, reading the defenses, and the clock is running. Now you got a delay of game. And you, you, if you notice, they had a lot of delay of games. You talk about Kirk not being a starter, he became in. When Matt, when Matt Liner got hurt, hurt his shoulder, his non-throwing shoulder last year, and Kurt came in, the team took off. Because all the time in camp, he, they respond a lot better with this guy under the center. And as a defensive guy, you know, everybody's known that Donovan is a man. You know the man. He's been in Philly his whole career. And when you see one of your star quarterbacks get benched in a game, as a defensive player, you know this guy put his heart and soul into it. And then all of a sudden he gets back into the game. You plan for that quarterback. You plan for that guy. Hey, let me ask you, Mike. Mike, I, I don't know if it ever happened to you before, but, you know, we've heard different perspectives from different people. You know, the benching that, that, that Donovan went through in particular, because I think Donovan's was more 
uh, something that we saw that surprised a lot of people because the, the Kurt Warner thing and the Matt Liner, that was, that was something that was different. But the Donovan was a real surprise to us. And from your professional perspective, does benching help or hurt as a player? I, I, I believe it helps. I mean, if you're a true competitor and you get benched, I think it brings out the best in you. Sometimes some of us, we can get a little complacent in what we do. And, and you know, I know for myself, out in Phoenix, when we were the Phoenix Cardinals back in the early 90s, um, you know, I, I didn't play very well. They put my ass on, oops, <laughs> put me on the bench, and you know what? It, it, it made me a better football player. And you and know, so I, I, I believe it, it, it does help if you're a competitor. And you're a quarterback. And we all know the quarterback's a little bit different. But they we think a little different. We don't know Andy Reid's intention. That might have been a motivational thing for the rest of the team to wake up. He knows Donovan's his guy. He, he's been with Donovan from day one. He, he drafted Donovan. But wait a second. Let me ask some Kwame. If, if, he, if he puts Kevin Cole in there and Kevin starts performing, and against the Baltimore Ravens, they win that. He pulls it out, and they win that game. Does Donovan ever get back in the lineup? Donovan gets back in the lineup because those ten other guys know they have a better chance of winning football games. Now you don't like to mess up something that's working, but when Donovan's there, they know they. You can look at his performance, but these guys talk to each other. You can you can hear the determination in his voice. You can see his heart. You can see the plays when there was no play and he made a play out of it. You can see those things. And players who's on the field notice this guy's giving you maximum effort. And one thing I think about, you know, because we we've had an experience before there in Philadelphia where this particular time there was no finger pointing. You know, it mm -hmm. wasn't that they went to the Super Bowl and lost, and one person started calling another person out and said somebody else was throwing up on the field and all that kind of thing. <laughs> in this particular game, there was no thing against the. And, and the Ravens game, whereas, okay, Donovan didn't come back and say, well, you know, somebody else missed the block, you know, somebody else right. missed the read, you know, somebody else didn't, you know, catch the ball. Donovan has always been very professional in his approach to it and, and, he and, and they, having fun. Yeah, they weeded those guys out of Philly. Those guys that was pointing those fingers <laughs> and talking <laughs> about D. McNabb, they weeded those guys right, out. Right, right. And, he, and he's the quarterback. And another thing he's done that I thought was great, he won't allow you to talk about what happened in the past because right now they're in a position to do some great things and maybe bring a Super Bowl to Philly. He won't allow you to talk about what happened in the past for, since that benching, and he's saying let's move forward. And I got a bigger and, that, and that's an excellent point that you mm -hmm. make there, Kwame, because you know, and that's why I'm glad you know we we have this platform here, you know, where you can you know be a part of a conversation. You can call in if you like to. In fact, it's eight eight eight. Three four six nine one four four, and you can talk to some guys who've actually played the game. But I think what players need to be taught is how to control the media, because many times, even if they ask you a question, and I saw Big Ben do this, you don't have to answer that question. You can move it to the next, you know, next question, or you can move it to a different direction. But one thing for sure, Donovan is very savvy when it comes to the media, and that keeps him out of a lot of trouble. Right, and that comes over time. And I and I I'm a really I'm a fan of some guys that do that because a lot of times the media come in right after the game when a lot of you may have lost the game or you may have won. You could, but you you more apt to say something crazy, which you really didn't mean to say. You just playing on a lot of emotions, whether that be high or low. So what the NFL does and what a lot of teams do is they do not allow the media to come in right away. They give you 15, 20 minutes to cool down, but you have that media that travels with you on a team that's in the locker room, and they come right to the guy they know who's going to say something crazy. And Donovan did a great job of putting what's in the past and leaving it there and saying there's a bigger project in front of me, there's bigger things in front of me. When the season's over, I will talk about that, but not while I'm playing football and have a great opportunity to do yeah, things. Yeah, shout out to my man back in Philly, 610 WIP, Angelo Cataldi. Me and Angelo kind of bumped heads back in the 16. day, but I got oh, all man. kind of respect <laughs> oh, man, for my man Angelo nah, back 16, there, man. man. But, He's but, a killer. But, yeah, killer. yeah, but one thing about it, you know, is the guys back there in Philly, unlike here in the desert, 
they're going to ask some tough questions. And, and that's what, you know, I saw a show, you know, it, it was a league show, mm-hmm. and they had all these guys sitting around, and they were talking about, you know, the good and the bad of the NFL this year. And, and Matt McMillan was sitting right there, and nobody took the liberty to say to Matt, come on, you know, we, Matt, we got, come on, we boys. Right. The worst thing that happened to the league this year is your team went 0 and 16. You know, <laughs> right. so you you just can't. And I, a hey, hey Mike, no disrespect. I know it's another Penn State guy there, but you know, one thing about being media savvy, you know, the media needs to ask the right questions and 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 ask them at the right time. But then again, people like Donovan has to be savvy enough to make sure that they if, if that's gonna get me in trouble. I'm going to leave that alone. If that's going right. to disrupt this team, I'm going to leave that question alone. Right. But, you know, have the gonads to step up and address the media. I agree with that one. Mark may, be, may feel the same. I agree with that 100%. You're going to get your story, but don't don't tear our team down in the process of trying to win football games. We might have a two-game losing streak, but then you come with this negative press. Hometown media, hometown newspaper, radio, don't bring this negative press. Say something positive. I know they grow, they're grown men out there, and they do have a job to do to win football games. It's winning and losing. But don't keep nagging on the, the, the bad things, the uh, the negative things. Right. If you want us to win, come up, say something positive and wait to the season and, you know, go to the right guy. Hey, Zordis, I believe, Mike, you there, I believe yes, that sir. it was the way that Donovan was able to handle the media at that time that it kind of diffused, you know, all the problems that could have occurred if he, you know, took offense to what, what Andy did to him in terms of the benching. But like you said, it was a motivating factor, and I think that is also – what helped this team get to the point of where they're at now playing for a chance to go to the Super Bowl because Donovan was able to handle that media the right way. What do you think about that? I think absolutely. I think exactly what Mark thinks. Uh, you know, I, Donovan's a leader. The, the team respects him. He's been there for uh, for eight, nine years with Andy Reid. Been, this is the fifth NFC Championship game. Right. I mean, how, how hard is it to get there? I mean, we've all wished we could be there. Uh, so he he he's a, a well-schooled veteran. He knows how to handle the media. He's been handling it well, and he's going to go out. Now, I'm looking forward to watching the game Sunday. I'm really looking forward to watching him play. Well, one thing about it, you know, you know, you look at these uh, two teams, and we talk about the leaders on the field. That's the quarterbacks. But now let's let's take a look at the coaches. You know, and sometimes coaches can win games for you, and sometimes coaches can lose games for you as well. And I I, I think uh, you know the Giants coach made a couple calls that perhaps maybe might have lost the game. You know, for his team against the Eagles. Let's look at Andy Reid, you know, first, Mark, and, and, and talk about Andy as a coach. And Andy's made some decisions, I think, to turn over some of the, you know, offensive coordinating duties to somebody else. You know, Andy as a coach who's decided to grow a beard, you know, they talked about that kind of thing a little bit, getting a little bit more relaxed. You know, I don't know if the, the fans there have really totally accepted him yet because he's right. still not one of them. Right. But his coaching, is he doing better this year with his coaching? I think he's doing a lot better this year with his coaching. He's kind of more relaxed. Uh, he's letting things happen. He's making more decisions. He's making the tough decision. When you decide to bench your quarterback, that's a tough decision that you. That's have a to real make. tough decision. You're knowing right. that, knowing that's your guy that you drafted. This is the guy you probably sit down and eat with. This is the guy that visits your family, knows your family well. That was a tough decision, but he made that decision. Now you, may, you 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 just mentioned something, and, and I think you know people don't understand that many times that quarterbacks have different relationships with coaches than anybody else. You said you know Absolutely. sits down with your family. In your experience, the quarterback relationship with the coach is this one of the better ones you've seen, Donovan and Andy, over the years in terms of what it appears to be how their relationship is. This is a great relationship that they have. It's almost like Brett Favre and Holmgren. Uh, when Holmgren left, it was kind of like, oh, you know, what is Brett going to do? Brett is still going to be Brett. Mm-hmm. Brett still went out and won games, but he always refers back to Holmgren. It's almost like you know Bill Walsh with you know Joe Montana and stuff like that. 
Randall Cunningham, he really didn't have that relationship with Kotite. So he, yeah, he Randall, you're, you're exactly right. He did not. Randall, Randall didn't have anybody he could really rely on. But right. it seems to me, you know, Andy and Donovan both have been through some things, some personal things, even in their lives. And that's now. that's that's made Andy grow up a little bit more, also, with some of the things that he's went through in the off season. Made him kind of reflect and 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 see what's really important to him. And what's important to him right now is to win because. He's probably offering, you know, interviewing for his job. Well, people are saying get Andy out of there, but here he is again in a championship game. And you look at Andy Reid, and, and Andy, even though he got one of the most physical, and we know Brian is a very spiritual person, he, he's got one of the most physical teams in the NFL, and he's pretty much, with the exception, I mean, you know he's got a guy who now is a head coach who he may play against, who used to be one of his assistant coaches, that he could possibly face that guy in the Super Bowl. But he's done a pretty good job even with his coaching staff as well. So that, that says something about Andy. It's, it's almost like the 49ers. You know, they breed them. They go to San Francisco. They, they, yeah, they go to Seattle. They go to Philly. So it's a great thing. They go to New York. So it's, it's a great cycle. And the West Coast offense is something that everybody's, you know, mimicking right now. So it, it's working for Donovan. I'm proud for Andy, what he's done. You know, he's a big, I'm a big supporter of Andy. You know, he went to my junior college back in California, GCC. You got to give him a <laughs> shout out. So I'm behind, you know, Andy all the way. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm down with the beard. Keep letting it grow till we go to Tampa and win that thing, and uh, then he can shave it off. Hey, Mike, when you look at what Andy Reid has done, now, you know, many times, and, and we got to give Belichick a little credit too, because Belichick lost both his coordinators and still was able to make it to the Super Bowl. Andy Reid has lost, you know, you know, a major part of his staff, and he's still done a good job this year, and nobody has mentioned, well, maybe some people have. I don't want to take all the credit for us just bringing it up here. But l- tell me what you think he's done as a coach this year, seeing that he's lost, you know, a major part of his staff. Well, I, I, I again, I, you know, I think Mark has a real good pulse of what's going on out in Philly. For a guy to, to bench Donovan McNabb in the city of Philadelphia <laughs> at, at, at a crucial time in the season, as it was, I think it shows what what kind of uh, intestinal fortitude, if you will, that he has in, in the understanding of his ball club. He knew that if he benched that guy, he was going to get hell from every reporter in town. And that's exactly what happened. But you know what? It didn't bother the team. It didn't bother him, and they stepped up to it. I think that says a lot right there. Hey, Mike, let me ask you something. If I'm not mistaken, though, I, I think a lot of the fans – were calling for Andy and Donovan's head. And, and, and I even heard somebody say to me that one of them has to go, that they could not win with both of those guys there. I, I, I'm going to ask uh, Kwame, you know, Kwame, looking at that, you know, and the success that these two guys have had in the past and where they're at today, you know, in, as far as you're concerned, is it working or is it broke and you need to fix it, or it's not working, and you, or it is working, you keep it the way it is? I, I think it's working. As I, I mentioned earlier, that that might have been a motivational move that Andy benching Donovan. I, who knows? We're we not there. We're not on staff. But I think the program is working. These guys are in an NFC Championship game, and they've been there before. It's just their fifth time. So all they need to do is get over the hump. And they they bring it in the certain players. They bring it in the right players to fit in the program. You're talking about coaches losing their coaching staff. Well, you, you have a system there. You have a system in place. We have a blitzing defense. We have a, a, a run offense, a run play-action offense. So you bring in those guys who's going to fit into your system, and they know. And guys in New England, there's no stars in New England. All you know is Tom Brady, but these guys accept their roles. You bring in guys who accept their role, and Philadelphia has done that. One thing that I would say Andy got away from it, which was real deadly, and I think he should use it this game, is the screen players. They used to have a play-action screen that used to kill teams. And uh, 
they've got to wait for them screen for a while. So who knows what he's going to bring up to them? So you've been you've been watching this. So you like see you you can take that information right, right. now from this table, and if you take right. that to the locker room, I'm gonna tell you, <laughs> I noticed that Westbrook. You know, one thing about him, you know, the reason why he probably has in terms of you know receiving yards. Mm-hmm is because he was deadly with that screen. And you were exactly right. We have gotten away. Yeah, I said we, didn't I? We have gotten away. Well, you, 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 still, you still an eagle. You it's where you go first. There you go. It's where you there go you first go. or who pay you but the we, most. But we have, we have gotten away from that screen. And, and I would, there's no doubt about it. That's a chink in the armor if you yeah. look at it. But I think Andy's going to go back, and this is the time you get a time to look over what we've done well right. and what we, you know, not so good at. And I think he's going to go back to that. But but going back to Andy Reid and his ability, you know, to do what he's done it in works. terms of that team winning and success of that team and, and, his, and his coaching staff, he's got a great defensive coordinator in Jimmy Johnson who must not want to be a head coach because right. he should have been a head coach. Right. Well, we got a caller on the line. I got to take this caller here. I think we got Terry on the line. Terry, you with us? Okay, you there? Hey, yeah, Terry, you there? Yeah. Hey, okay, Terry. Listen to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I got Kwame Lassiter and Mark McMillan. Willis, go ahead. You got a question? Yeah, this is uh, for Mark McMillan. This is uh, Terry, childhood buddy. Oh, Mark got some childhood buddies. <laughs> go ahead, man. Go ahead. So that means you got to be an Eagles fan. Or oh, some buddies that's childs. <laughs> oh, they know what it go is. ahead, go ahead, Terry. You got you got a comment you want to make? No, nah, no. Nah, I was just trying to get in touch with him. I hadn't seen him since we was. Why, well, man? Why, man? We doing hey, a show. You, you, hey, you, can, you can go to my you can go to my website hardhittingradio.com. You can hit me up right man, there. Oh, uh, there you, you go. Him off hey, this, but that, uh, hey, that's all right, Terry. You know where he at right now. You know that's one thing yeah. about it. if you're looking for him, you can find him right here. And we appreciate your call. But uh, yeah, you can reach Mark, and he told you where you can be reached at. What? And we right. appreciate the fact that you called. We're gonna go back, Kwame. I'm gonna come back to you. Yeah, and, come and, back to me. And, I got and here's what I like that. to say. Here's here's what I like to say. We acknowledge the fact that Andy was able to keep that staff, you know, what the team in place, even though he was losing some major components of that. But you go over here to Wizen Hunt, okay, to Wiz, and Wiz was able to do this thing in two years. He was able to do something that hadn't been done in 47 years, and he was able to do it in two years. Is this man a genius? I mean, what, what is this all? Talk, talk to me. Help me out. Well, I'll tell you this. When they were looking for a coach, they, this team was not disciplined at all. So when they was looking for a coach, he coming from Pittsburgh under Bill Cowell, a more disciplined team. Shout more, out to Bill. Shout out to Bill. Teammate, pro- coach. Shout Bill. A disciplined <laughs> team, professional team who's been to the show, who's been in the playoffs consistently. So... What he did was bring in some uh, key components as far as Rush Graham. He, he kept the defense coordinator here, and those guys are gelling together. There's nothing new as far as defenses. That's why they're able to play free and play fast. But he brought discipline to these guys and eliminated some of the mistakes. And that first year, he wanted to, these guys to get a feeling of where you should be on the field. Uh, as, I won't say it's not so much about winning, but being, being able to count on your teammate. Um, and so he, he got a discipline team, and – he found a way to win this year, and those guys didn't make as many mistakes. There wasn't that many of all sides. There wasn't that many holding plays as it was in the previous years, and I think he did a great job. I think the Cardinals did a great job in bringing him in to uh, instill some discipline in the Arizona Cardinals football team. Man, you, you, you're doing a great job, and that's why I really appreciate the fact that I've got some other players on this show besides myself to explain to people because when we talk about discipline, he was able to explain to me what discipline is in football. No mistakes. Be in the right place, the right time. You know, get your assignments ready. You know, be on time. Be on time. I used to remember Bill Miles. Be on time. If you're 15 minutes early, you're late. <laughs> you're late. You listen to Rail Sports on the Voice America Network. Hold on with us, uh, Zordy. Don't go anywhere, Mike. Hold on, man. We'll be right back after this message.
Hey, how you doing? Educational videos, top quality, right here. You'll never hear anyone selling education on the street. Yo, what's up, baby? Wanna learn some history? I got live learning, beautiful books inside. And don't expect anyone to just offer you an education. Who needs a high school diploma, huh? And fortunately, you can't buy a diploma from some guy with a briefcase. But there is one way you can get the educational skills you and your family need for free with free family learning programs. Call 1-877-FAMLET-1 for information on free GED, computer training classes, and other family learning programs. That's 1-877-FAMLIT-1. Check it out, check it out. Want your GED right here, guaranteed, ma. Come on, check it out. After all, you can't get your education on the street. Free family learning programs from the National Center for Family Literacy. The first step to a better life. Brought to you by the National Center for Family Literacy and the Ad Council. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the 3 is very much the one to be. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. Spicer, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. Are you ready to go green? You've asked, and we've heard you. Voice America presents the Green Talk Network. Environmental topics are at the forefront of our society, and the Green Talk Network is here to keep you up to date on the latest trends and innovations for the eco-conscious lifestyle. We'll help promote a variety of ideas on the environment, from global warming issues to how you can become more eco-friendly in your daily activities. Be a part of the solution, not the problem. Visit the Green Talk Network page on voiceamerica.com and tune in to help spread the green. to the pros we we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports Right, we're back. You listen to Rail Sports on the Voice America Network, and I certainly appreciate the fact that we, you know, we bring things from the defensive side of the ball here. We all play defense, you know. We play a little bit of offense, you know. Speaking of playing that. offense, I did score. Yeah, yeah. If you catch the ball, you play an offense. You oh, know? I, yeah. You I, know? I, That's I, why we like Ed Reed so much because when Ed touched the ball, he's trying to take it to the house. I right? thought I was a receiver sometimes. I mean, I knew I was a receiver sometimes. <laughs> Y'all said, I, I just knew I was a receiver. You know, you know. But listen, we having a whole lot of fun. You listen to Rail Sports, and this is the battle of the birds. You know, and you know we just happen to see you know the boys on both sides of the ball both sides of the country 
just playing good football, you know, because that's, that's what it's all about. You, you, we want to see a good football game, and I, and I truly believe it's going to be a good football game. But we got somebody on the line. I want to give him a chance to say what he got to say. Marcus, you on the line there with us? I am, right? I am. Hey, what's going on there, Marcus? How you doing, man? Well, I'm doing wonderful, man. Let me ask you something. I'm sure you got a comment. I, I'd like to know who you think going to win the game. Let me ask you that first. Eagles, man. Come on now. Wow, on, man. man. Oh, that's hey, my boy from the West Coast. Hey, that's hey, another hey, one of my boys from the West Coast. Well, I mean, man, we got representing, baby. Mark sent out a mass email calling that's the show That's how we represent. Eagles. That's how we do from the West Coast. We <laughs> roll <laughs> deep. We <laughs> roll deep, baby. He's, that's how we do it. He's telling these people calling like he getting his sight hit and he's making money off. Hey, all I want to know. Hater, hater. He's from the East Coast, Chubb. You don't know how we do it on that West Coast, baby. All I want to know, Mark, is can you justify the reason why you believe that the Eagles going to win? Because he played for Defense, baby. Defense. Defense. That's that's right. That's right. That, I mean, that's a good Defense start. That, that's a good start. Defense does win championship. Always. What, 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 what do you see about the defense that the Eagles got that makes you think they're going to win the championship? Because they got that safety, man. Man, he no joke. Uh. What you eating? You talking about Brian Dawkins? You talking about Brian Dawkins? Dawkins. Oh, man, he bring the noise, man. No, so let me ask you something. So if you're a wide receiver and you're playing ball against Brian Dawkins, are you scared? Don't be scared now. <laughs> Don't be scared. Hey, you scared. You, you scared. Oh, they got some seeing out dogs for you. you. You see, that's what I'm saying. So so you say they got that, that safety, but, you know, on the other hand, oh, I think we just dropped. I think he's scared. I, 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 he's that, gone. See, he hung up. See, that's what scared. I'm talking about, Ray. That's what I want on my show. If he's <laughs> he talking crazy, I'm pushing the button. Yeah. <laughs> Well, one thing about oh, he back. Oh, that's what I'm talking about, Joe. That's how we come back at it, baby. Resurrect. Resurrect. Okay, let me let me just say this. You know, yeah, you got that safety, but if you if you if you you know, Big Larry, Big Larry ain't worried about that safety back there. Man, Larry's worried. Larry Fitzgerald ain't worried about that safety. He light skinned. Big Larry got to worry about them knees, man. Because Larry like to go high, man. You know what I'm saying? And grown man tackle up top. And Brian Dawkins really cannot get that high, so. So how do you uh, chop down that tree? You well, let me just say, you know, start from the rule, man. This, this is the big boys game, and I'm telling you, you know, you can watch, you can watch this game this weekend, and this big boys ball, man. I can tell you, Larry Fitzgerald is going out trying to get him a Super Bowl ring. This is, you know, you ain't guaranteed. You here today, but right. you're not guaranteed you're going to be here tomorrow. So you got to take advantage of everything you got. And, and you know, I just don't see Larry Fitzgerald being intimidated. And and listen. You got Anquan Bolton. The man had, you know, I don't know. God only knows how many screws he got in his face and his mouth and all that. And he's still playing football and going across the middle. The next week when he came back, he was going across the middle. So but they don't play defense, though. No, no, but they, they play offense. <laughs> you, don't like, you don't see a lot of defensive guys going at these guys. You, I put any corner, any safety up with Anquan Bolton, and I like my chances. The only thing I would say, I'm retired. The only thing I would say about Anquan <laughs> is Anquan, you know, got the hamstring problem. You know, that's that's a little thing, you know, because you're gonna you're gonna try to open up right. when you get that ball in your hands. So that's the only thing I'm worried about him, you know, trying to open up again, you know, and and hamstring could become a problem. And you know where I use him where he's effective? I would have him all over the field, but I would use him effectively in the red zone, in the money zone, where he catch those out yard routes. We've seen him all, a lot of times this year catching seven yard routes, and all he got is 13 more yards to go. So, yeah. so I would use but, him. Uh, I would but, use him effectively in that red zone area. We know how Kurt Warren is. Uh, Kurt Warren is seeing to hold the ball just a little bit too long. If if, if Kurt Warren hold the ball too long, it's going to be a long night, long and day it's for him. Be a long night. Well, one thing about Kurt Warner in terms of holding the ball, Kurt knows that he does not have any, you know, escapability. You know, he he can't do that. Kurt has to get the ball out of his hands, you know, right away. And I think in particular, 
facing this team, Kurt knows that. I mean, very few times when the Eagles bring the heat do they not accomplish what they Two set out times, to do. Man, the Eagles are, man, they're bring the noise all game long, man. That's all they do. And they always accomplish what they set out to do when they bring that heat. Right. And you don't have to have yeah. any you don't have to have any special packages. Like the Cardinals may have a, a spot package just to watch Donald and keep them in there. You don't have to do that for the um you don't have right, to do that for right. Kurt no, Warner. No, you can play your regular packages, your regular right. defense, and, and go out there and play football with the receivers and match them up running back, receivers, uh corners. But you do. You might have to spot Donovan once he gets on that corner. He's either going to run a, a run like that is three yards. That's first. Now you got second and seven. You can you can manage those games right there. And then that's taking that's taking a linebacker out of his position. That's taking a corner. Taking the safety out of the position. That's going to have to spy on him. Right. So that's going to give somebody else an opportunity to step up their game. And that and that goes back to talking about Donovan's health because when Donovan was not healthy, you didn't need anybody to no, spy on right Donovan. Right now you got to spy. But Donovan's healthy now, so you might need somebody to spy. But you know when you when you bring the heat, ain't no spy. Everybody right. going to get a quarterback. And I, you know, listen, I. I wouldn't if I was a Cardinals. I would not sit back and let Donovan throw the ball either. No, no sir. I'd bring some heat on him so the corners may have to play. Now, listen. Speaking of the corners having to play, the Eagles know Rod Hood real well. D, D, you mm-hmm. know, DRC. They don't know him they very much. Toast. But they do know Rod Hood. There's a reason why Rod ain't still with the Eagles. Right. And, and, toast. and they mentioned that he was like their third or best uh, third cornerback. If you your third cornerback, you stay on the team because mm-hmm. maybe you can do special teams. Then you come in that nickel and dime package. But you get, uh, you're right. You they know Rod Hood. Butter they, on that toast. Somebody, yeah. <laughs> and uh, he, see the, he see a lot of times that the referee has his hands up and Rod Hood takes too many chances. And then you see what I don't like is the corner and the um, safety relationship. There's no talking going on with the corner. They don't talk. You're supposed to talk from the time you leave the huddle to the time the players over. Well, we know that. But you, one thing about they improved their secondary tremendously because, you Kamadi. know, T- T- Torrey Holt's brother, you know, um, uh, you know, that used to be here. Oh, he yeah. was t- – he, he- – Play football with his eyes closed. There was no, no doubt. I watched a guy. As close as we sit, and I watched him miss tackles. He was on the goal goal line and missed a tackle with his. He had to close his eyes. There's no other way you can miss that tackle. You know what? I was actually watching that game. There were several of those games. So I'm sure yeah, I caught that one. Quite a few. And, I, and I, now, as I was coaching my son, I said, "Not son. He don't closed his eyes. Yeah. He, he closed his eyes. Don't yeah. do that. And listen, I, I don't. You got to call it what it is. And that's what we do on the show. We call it what it is. It's conversation with players. And, and you're right. Now. You know, they got a, a young man back there, and every now and then, 21 may close his eyes, oh, too. I, I, but I'll tell you what the Cardinals' uh, defense has improved. When they move Antwerp from corner to the safety package, you, if, you, if you notice but, last but year. But Roll may close his eyes every now and then. Yeah, but if you notice last year. He can he, run, but he may close his eyes. In the nickel package last year, he was outstanding because he knew he had safety help. At the corner spot, and teams would take a deep shot at him every time. They run a nine right on him at least three or four times a game. And if they didn't get the ball, it was always pass interference. His problem was, as he kept his eyes in the backfield too long as a corner, you can't do that. You got yeah. a guy in front of you. Yeah. That's your first responsibility. That's more important to anything that's on the field at that at that time. So he kept his eyes in the backfield, so he was always in trail mode. But their defense has improved when they move him to the safety, and they can still bring him down in the slot because the guy's a playmaker. He's just playing the wrong position. Yeah, and, and there's no doubt that this secondary has improved, you know. But and the young rookie Kamadi is playing, playing off the chain oh, right yeah, now. Yeah, he yeah. just he just out there. He just he don't know what's going on. But right he now, he's a legitimate first round pick. <laughs> yeah, he's playing. He's earning his money right yeah. now. Well, Early he, in the year, I was I, I was kind of suspect about him, but right now I'm thinking like, shoot, I'm I like, might want to go at hood yeah, a little I'm bit like, more. Great. I'm going at hood anyway. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. And, and and you guys are right, you know. But but he came into the league. He was a rookie. He, he's playing against you know the guys he used to cheer for. The guys he you know he wanted to be. I don't know be. if he cheered for the Cardinals. I don't know about that. 
Yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Man, I don't know what you drinking over there. He wasn't, he wasn't cheering for no well, you know, I got, to, I got some old well, Powerade over here. Hey, it's <laughs> the one thing about it when you, when you that good and you, you know, you looking at the draft board and you know where you might end up at. You know, you start, you, you know, you start looking. You know, but you know, he has helped this secondary tremendously. And and, and, I, and, and roll. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt about it, the fact that they were smart enough to move roll to safety. Because Holt was killing them last year. Absolutely. It, it improved this team tremendously. I, I don't know how a guy like that. You know, I, I I never knock a guy, you know, to getting in the league or getting paid. But I don't know how that guy was still playing football. I don't, I don't know if it's because his brother was still in the league. But he's yeah. playing safety where you have to run the defense. Well, I, I know when I played, I used to call the defense. Well, he he probably, well wait, he I, don't know, I don't know he how bad he, he was. I got some pictures out there. Or somebody. <laughs> hey, you never know. Hey, I, I don't know how bad he was in terms of making the adjustments. But in terms of making plays, he, hey, hey, Mike, you still with us? Uh, Zordy, you still with us? Uh, yeah. Yeah, Zordy, you know, in terms of, you know, last year watching Ho- – I mean, the, the Cardinals improved their secondary tremendously. And, and again, you're a safety, man. Did, did you happen to notice last year that this secondary over here on the Arizona side was not nearly as good as it is this year? Did you see him at all last year? Oh. In Arizona – Arizona was terrible last year, though, man. <laughs> yeah, I think that. Okay, I think we got that's that's Marcus there, right? Hey, Lamax, yeah. somebody yeah. said you got Haterade. You ain't got no Powerade. Yeah. Hey, that's all good. That's all good. As long as we can drink it, baby. As long as it's green. As long as it's green and we drinking it, we're going to drink it all day. But well, that's baby. good. Hey, Marcus, I, I'm sorry, Marcus. Uh, uh, that question was for Mike Zordis, but you, you oh, did okay. say you did say that, that uh, the secondary was, was terrible uh, oh, with yes, the Cardinals. And they did, but they made some improvements, and that's why they're a better team, and that's why they're here. But in, in particular, the fact that Roll was moved and put into the right position has truly helped the secondary. So now that we've talked about that, you know, I just want to go to the offensive line because I didn't give the big fellas. We haven't given the big fellas any props at all. And I'm talking about on the offensive side of the ball. That's another thing. Now we got to look at, you know, the Arizona Cardinals improving tremendously. And not only that, is it the team, but also even the coach with the Arizona Cardinals. And, you know, they went to get somebody out of, you know, out of Penn State. You know, the big fella Brown came in and helped him out. But you know, no doubt about it, you know, Kwame, that this offensive line for the Arizona Cardinals is a lot better this year than it was last year in the previous years. They're a lot better this year than they were because of – well, they got an excellent coach at that position, and everybody's vying for him to be a head coach somewhere in Russ Grimm. But they're a lot better, as you mentioned, than they were last year. What they're going to have to do this this week, and this week only, is protect Kurt Warner. They have to pick up this blitz. The whole country knows the Philadelphia Eagles has a blitz package that they're going to continue to do a win, lose, or draw. They're going to continue blitz and continue to come at you. But they have to be able to pick up this blitz package and keep Kurt Warner healthy this whole game. And 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 I think that's without a doubt has been the st- you know, one of the strengths, because there's a lot of areas where they've strengthened this team, the Arizona Cardinals, that is. But the offensive line has definitely improved. There's been times where they have not protected Kurt well. And, and it's the times that they haven't protected Kurt well that they've lost some ball games, you know. So, you know, they've got to play a good ball game. If, if that offensive line is exposed this weekend, it's going to be a long night for Kurt Warner and the Arizona Cardinals. I, I think they do a pretty good job as far as run. Here's where Kurt uh, build his offensive line on, is he get the ball before he gets on the center. He knows where he's going. He doesn't hold that ball as long as most quarterback does. Or so it's going to be a lot of sh- – do they need to line up in a lot of shotgun or he needs to be under center? I think he needs to be on the center. I think he needs to be on the center because he sees what happens as he's coming out the huddle. Uh, shotgun is good, but you're already in your seven-step drop at the shotgun position. And with that speed coming from that defensive line and those corners blitzing, you, you, you're a target. 
you're a target for the Philadelphia Eagles if you're back there. But when you take that under the center, that three-step drop, you can do a lot of quick routes. You can do a lot of sight adjustments um, from that quarterback position, from under the center. And Kurt does a good job, and he's bailed the offensive line out in that regard. Well, one thing I like about Kurt, too, you know, that, that helps his offensive line out and helps his receivers mm-hmm. is Kurt doesn't stare down receivers. Right. You know, Kurt right. sees the whole field. He knows where his first read is, his second read, his third read, and then he knows where I can just drop the ball off at. That helps him a lot when he has that kind of time, and, right. and that helps the offensive line to gain some confidence because he, you, you always want quarterbacks to complete passes as an offensive lineman. That makes you feel better. But, Mark, when you look over here you know, at the Philadelphia side, you know, again, when, when the team, when Donovan got benched and the team wasn't playing well, that offensive line wasn't playing well either. Now, the Eagles offensive line now, you know, when they played the Giants, we talked about run. I'm not talking about this last game, but when they played the Giants at home and Westbrook needed to get a couple yards. They made it happen. No, not that, not that last play at the end, oh, the the end of the game. Too. You see what I'm saying? Right. So the, the offensive line for the Eagles, how important is it for them to play, for That's them right. to play well for this, for this team to win? Well, it's very important for them. You know, they go as Donovan McNabb go. And Everybody know he's a leader. He's a captain of the team, and if if he gets a little bit of time, you know that helps out him with you know hitting receivers down the field, hitting the backs out of the, out of the backfield. So when their line is playing good, everybody's playing good. And, and Trey they Thomas, can run, run, Trey's a beast. Trey Thomas, you know you got Trey Thomas, you, got you know, and then you got Runyon, and, and these guys, dirty. you know, talking about senior citizens. You know, John is a little dirty, but I like dirty. I like <laughs> hey, dirty. Hey, but hey, city of Philly, baby, you got to play but, like that. And, and but uh, they they have to get it done. And 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 you know, both these teams have been very fortunate that they haven't had a lot of injuries. That that's one thing that's helped them. They they both have been. Anytime you play. You, you, in order to make it at this level, you know, you've got to be fortunate. And then you got to take about what, what we talk about when Donovan got benched. You know, as an offensive lineman, you take the blame for that as well because the yep. quarterback is your guy. And when you see your guy sitting on the bench, you kind of take the blame for that. And the offensive lineman, I'm sure they put that on their backs like, hey, man, that's our guy. We need to get it done. Whatever we need to do, we need to protect number five so he can have time to throw the ball, move around the pocket, and get this thing going. I, I agree 100% what Mark just said. You take that person. A lot of times in football, at every position, you take a lot of things that person that's personal with the adversity that happens in the game. If I'm a, my quarterback gets benched, it's something I didn't do as an offensive lineman. It's something I didn't do as a receiver. It's something I didn't do as a running back. Now, he's, he's going to get all the blame and all the glory, but what is this guy doing? You know the heart of Donovan McNabb. You know he plays hurt. You know he goes out there and try to win football games. But I would take it personal as an offensive lineman. That he's benched, so and I'm and I'm sure he's taking well care of them big boys up front, and they uh, know that. Yeah, I'm absolutely. sure he's bought them many bail- gifts down the road, steak dinners, right? And he bails them out too, as far with his legs, right? Yeah, and and he does. And and one thing we you know we look at the two quarterbacks, you know, and and we assess their offensive line. Again, you can make your quarterback. I mean, you can make your offensive line look better if you don't take sacks. And Donovan can escape the pocket. Kirk cannot escape the pocket. One thing that I just do not know why the NFL ever came up with this rule, I, th- I think a rule they need to get rid of is when a quarterback is in the pocket, I don't know why they do not allow them to throw the ball away. That's how you can prevent a lot of quarterbacks from getting hurt. It's not a, di- it's not a disadvantage for the defense if the quarterback throws the ball away. That's 15 yards. But, 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 but why you know, penalize the guys? If, you don't, if, if, if you're trying to protect your quarterbacks, then why tell him when they're there and they almost got you, you can't throw the ball away? That ain't protecting the quarterback as far as I'm concerned. I'm going to have to go ahead and disagree with you on that one. Quarterbacks are grown men just like the rest of the other 10 guys up there. They <laughs> should work out like everybody else does. If you want to protect your quarterback, you put better people around him. You want to protect – or this is how this is how the pay scale works. You want to get a great offensive line, then you got to pay great defensive line to get to your quarterback. So bring put better people around him, have a better scheme – 
put better uh, play packages in there. You, if you throw away the ball, then that benefits. You can run me off defensively for two plays in a row, but if you're throwing the ball out of bounds, you come back. Now, I've been run off twice. Now, that third time, you, you, you're susceptible to get me for a touchdown. Right? Well, man, you know, I just, you know, when I look at that, I, get, I was thinking about protecting the quarterback, and, you know, and you don't let him throw the ball away. When he gets outside the pocket, you allow him to throw it away, but right. he, when he's in the pocket, you don't let him throw yeah. it away, you no. know, and I, I just don't understand. If he can throw it away, let him throw let it, him away throw it away anytime. I want to get back to bump and run five yards. What's this 10 yards you can't touch? You oh, can't man, even touch that's, it. That's, that's a wrap. That's I going. Get, yeah, but you know what? It's so, you get, it's for the, it's the sell tickets to right. put points on the board. People are coming to see exciting, excitement right. in the game, putting points on the board, but they don't understand, as you mentioned earlier, Ray, that we're running backwards. We're some of the best yeah. guys. We're running backwards. we got to put up with these guys who's running four threes, four twos, and four fours, and we're doing this backwards. we got to have great hips in doing it. Man, I, I agree with you. Forget that. Not only just bump and run, I want to I want to bump him anywhere. I, I want to hit him anywhere. in the head. Yeah. Right. I want to you know hit him in the face. Well, you can't hit him up, Ex man. Come except on, what's, what's except when the ball is in the air, I want to be able to make it physical all the way down the field, except when the ball is in the air. And okay, man, y'all been nice to each other, man. We <laughs> weren't supposed to be nice to each other. Y'all started agreeing with each other That's and everything, man. We're about ready to close this show up. <laughs> man, we got, we got a, we got a couple more minutes here, man. We you know we, we we got to close it out the right way. We got five minutes to close now. Now in your deepest heart, not who you for, who you would, what you think. I, I just really want to know, Mark. I'm, I'm I'm gonna give it to you, man. You know I'm gonna let you kind of give your closing and really tell us what's gonna happen with the game, how it's gonna happen, who gonna do it nasty as you want to. Forget Kwame. We don't care about Kwame. Forget Mark. You don't care about Mark Kwame. Just let it go. Just, just let it go. I, I can't Mark. say everything I want to okay, say because I know my mama probably listening okay, to this. Oh, so yeah, I gotta, don't I gotta, don't, I don't do it that. like that yeah. night. PG-13. PG-13. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but go ahead, man. Finish it up. The Eagles gonna win. Why? How they gonna do it? Who gonna do it? Who gonna be the MVP of the game? And how we gonna get down to the Super Bowl? It's gonna be a great game. You know, fill it up. Like I said, Coming in from a long flight, um, they beat the odds. They wasn't supposed to be in this position. Now they're in this position. This is a position that they that they looked out for at the beginning of the season. Things didn't go that way. A lot of turmoil in the off season. Things that that kind of build the character for the team that that they are today. So it's going to be a great game. A lot of emotions. Uh, things about the Philadelphia Eagles. They've been there. So it's not like it's, it's like a big shock when they go out there and they hear the crowd roaring or, or a bad player go against them. They've been there against New York Giants. That was a break. That was a that was a great test for them. Going inside, inside Minnesota, that was a great test for them. You know, they shut down Peterson besides that one big run that he had. No one has ever been running, running the ball on them as well as passing the ball. So they've been playing great ball on both sides of the ball. Special teams is going to be a key to this game as well. So whoever can control the emotion, whoever can control, you know, the ball, the line of scrimmage, like Kwame, you know, talked about earlier, if you can control the line of scrimmage, tackle the ball carrier, limit the yards after the catch, and don't make mental mistakes, it's going gonna, it's gonna to come out on top. All right, Kwame. He, I mean, he was nice. I mean, I had, I, man, much respect. I'm glad y'all saw each other respect. <laughs> he got a goal but, for me. But yeah, but, oh, there you go. <laughs> We're telling why they're going to do it, Kwame, and how they're going to do it. Go ahead, man. Th this is why the Arizona Cardinals will be in the Super Bowl this year, because they have to fix that special team play. You don't get into the NFC Championship game and, and not make that a, a, a primary uh, concern. They have to fix the special teams play. The another reason why they win, because the Cardinals have never been here before. The, the Eagles have been here, so they may be more a little complacent. But the Cardinals have to come out firing right away because they haven't been in this situation. They have to come out doing it with controlled emotions right away. Set the line of scrimmage. Uh, establish some type of run game. Establish uh, we're going to run the ball. We're going to play action. And let you know that we have three of the best receivers in the game as a crew. 
and you have to stop them all game. And this is why they're going to win the football game because I also believe in what's for you is going you're going to be able to get. What's for you is for you, and this is Cardinals' destiny right now. Well, you know, I look at it, man. I, I'm, I'm supposed to be, you know, neutral in this whole thing. And it's kind of hard for me to be neutral, man. But yeah, listen, you got to go back to Philly now. You got to go back to Philly now. But I'm going to tell you, listen, this is a place of destiny for me. I always wanted to come here. I wanted to come here and live here in Arizona, finish raising my family and have a good time and enjoy it. But I wanted to come to a place that had, you know, good sports too. And we're here, you know, good sports here, you know, and, and I'm enjoying it. And the Arizona Cardinals have helped me actually enjoy this transition because if the team would have remained terrible like they were, <laughs> oh, I would not be enjoying this moment at all. But right now, I'm in heaven. I'm, I am enjoying this, you know, the team I play for is here to play against the Arizona Cardinals for a chance to see who goes to the Super Bowl. So I'm going to be happy one way or the other. But I got to be honest, I'm going to be happier if it's the Philadelphia Eagles, you know. You know what it yeah, but is. I'm, but I'm going to tell you what, guys. Listen. I want to thank you guys for being here. You know, you're both going to be here on the Voice America Sports Network with your own shows coming up soon. You know, Mark, your show is starting soon, and you're going to be talking a little bit about a little bit of everything. A little bit of everything. Everybody know we got my man 5-6 in the middle, my man B&E, all those people back in Philly. No, the man used to work. Byron Evans. You know how he used to bring Hitting hard. <laughs> and Kwame also going to be joining us here on the Voice America Sports Network. And Kwame, you going to have your show, and you're going to be talking about a little bit of everything, too. I'm talking about everything. I ain't, I'm not holding it. If your stomach weak, if you don't like little comments, you know what? That's too bad for But you. Kwame, you gonna be, you, you here. Mark, you here. Now, now the thing about it, you know, Fan Man will tell you, and Fan Man, shout out Fan Man. Fan Man, what's going on? You know that Fan when Man. we do our show, you know, I'm going to call it what it is, you know. Absolutely. I think you only gain respect from players, you know, when you call it like it is. You know, when, uh, when, when uh, you know, 49ers, when we would play the 49ers, we got beat. We got beat. You know, me and Coop on the sideline fighting each other, people hollering, like, <laughs> you know, you know, calling me Woody Hayes and all that. But that's because we wanted to win. But when you guys come here, man, that's what we got to do. You know, when we see guys in the street, we want to know, hey, man, call the show, come on the show. But we're going to tell you how it is, you Absolutely. know. Absolutely. And, and you guys are giving it your own perspective, but you and your mind and your professional opinion you feel the Cardinals are going to win and you feel the Eagles are going to win and I'm just happy that whoever wins we win here at Voice America Sports you know it's been great man we got to do this thing more often we can't we get you know, two hours hey two hours who thought that we'd have been on two hours yeah, talking yeah, about yeah, football yeah, yeah, yeah. but that's what we've been talking about you listen to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network with my man Kwame Lasseter also my boy Mark McMillan yeah, this yeah. has been the Battle of the Birds and don't forget, you can call us whenever at 888-346-9144. That's going to be the number where you can reach these boys and you can reach me and Fan Man. We're in Phoenix living like it matters. I hate to say this, but as always, I'll see you next time, which will be the best time. Check the song out, y'all. Ray Ellis going hard in the zone It's like the last chance Go hard or go home No sugar coating the water and down Turn it up loud For all the marbles you better be repping your town No prisoners indefinitely No surrender This is like no other a show To be remembered Full operation high power Never saying what's safest Can you handle being a part Of the player conversation Kwame Lasseter and Mark McMillan Up in the building You are not ready for this You better park your Phyllis